Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. Music, please. Tony, but that sounds kind of creepy. Yeah. Not as creepy as the judge in the Trump case in New York. Have you seen that guy's pictures? I don't. His body does not match his head. Nothing it's- matches his head. But anyway, we're not talking politics. But the elections are all over, Robin, and everybody who wanted to win won, and everybody who lost lost. But my biggest upset, and this is the one that really caused me not to be able to sleep last night. Well, everybody was talking about this, yeah. that, and the other. You were up at 2 a.m. pacing. Susanna Gibson, the Virginia porn nurse, yes, lost by about 1,000 votes. Ugh. She was pounded, demolished, and left many of the voters limp. 
including her 5,770 Chatterbait followers, where she and her husband performed, you know, for cash. Uh-huh. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I mean, they're a married couple. So I don't, I don't judge people on what they do in the privacy of their own home. I'll leave that up to politicians. But Savannah Gibson, all she needed was a couple of more tokens from her Chatterbait followers. I haven't been on Chatterbait. Have you, Robin? I did not even know that Chatterbait existed, to tell you the truth. If she only had had those people coming through for her the way she came through for them, she would be an elected official in the great Commonwealth of Virginia, Robin. There's my election recap for the day. Is that your your absolute guaranteed stone cold lock for elections? If No, if- that's the only story I cared about. I wanted to see whether the porn chick won. And that just shows you that abortion is the most important thing facing American women today. That's what we learned yesterday too. Everybody wants an abortion. You get an abortion and you get an abortion. I'm thinking of opening a new series. Uh, um, we find all these abandoned buildings, you know, in big cities. Uh-huh. We should make a combination, a abortion and safe injection site spots, like every block, like Starbucks. Right. That'll make everybody happy. One-stop shop? Exactly. You go in there and get everything taken care of. Bada-bing, bada-boom. Anyway, we got a lot of good stuff to talk about today. NFL... The sad news from Philly had nothing to do with the election. It was the sadness that overcame me at 2 a.m. In addition to wondering whether or not Susanna Gibson, the Virginia porn nurse, Mm -hmm. was going to win her race. Sexy Batman, as they call him in the locker room. Philadelphia Eagles center Jason Kelsey also came up short. In People Magazine's sexiest sexiest man alive issue. Total outrage. It is. I, I can't believe this. And you know who they gave it to? Here's the worst part. They announced the winner of the People magazine, and there were like seven guys in it. I'll give you the candidates. Okay. Jason Kelsey, mm-hmm. uh, Timothy Shalamat, not Salamat Po. That's what they say in, uh, too, in the Philippines. Yeah, Salamat Po. Salamat um, Po. Uh, or Salamat. Salamat. Um, but That's what they Shalamat. say when you call any kind of customer service organization. No, I do. Yeah, when you call. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying that's what you know. And Robin absolutely can. She can sniff out a Filipino accent. Filipino. Filipinos. We love the Filipinos. I, I feel that I am just a little bit part of the <laughs> Filipino nation because I lived there when I was a kid and I... And your life was forever changed forever. when she walked into the closet at the at the palace of the late great the presidential mansion of Imelda Marcos. Imelda Marcos. And that from that moment on, as a young girl, Robin became an official shoe whore. That is correct. Exactly I was, right. I was inundated <laughs> as a young initiated as a young. Nubile. No, actually, I wasn't nubile yet. No, I was you, like were, two, well, you were legal. Were two, you legal in the Philippines no, back then? No. Oh, please. <laughs> I was like, uh, I, I think I was like three, three and a half years old. And I, 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 I remember it like it was yesterday, walking into that shoe closet and forever being changed. Boom. The lights went on. Yep. And Robin was home. Anyway, we'll talk about that. But the, the, again, so they announced it on the Jimmy Kimmel show, which is why nobody knew. Remember Jimmy Kimmel used to do a late night comedy show. Well, go, go through the list again. Because, so here's so here's the list of okay. the finalists. Because here Timothy Chalamat, I don't think he's Timothy sexy. Chalamat, he, Chalamat, he's like he's not sexy. He's he's like wiry. What was he in? I don't even know. Uh, he's in the new Willy Wonka. He was in Dune. Oh, he's the Willy Wonka dude. Yeah, the young yeah. Willy Wonka. He's the young Willy Wonka. Chalamat, Paul. I'm sorry. Every time I see Chalamat, <laughs> Chalamat. now he's 
Yeah, what's her name's banging him now, right? One of the Kardashians. Kylie Jenner. Well, they're part of the Kardashians. Yes. That's her new, uh, that's her, this boyfriend of the month now? I, I, I think still. So it was How Timothy Chalamat, Lenny Kravitz, Pedro, like Lenny. Pedro Pascal, who everybody loves. Yes. And Jamie Foxx, Jason Kelsey. And guess who won? The guy I didn't mention. McDreamy, Patrick Dempsey, Dempsey is your winner. And Which what's interesting really... to note here, Robin, uh-huh. Patrick Dempsey's not some young dude. No. He's he's a very sexy older man. Yes. And so this just shows you that old guys rule. I got to go out and buy another one of those t-shirts. <laughs> I used to have one. And now with people saying Boomer and all this other stuff to people in my age group, look who's won the People magazine Sexiest Man Alive in the last couple of years. Okay. This year it's Patrick Dempsey, McDreamy. Yes. Right? That's who he was. And he's, he's 50-something, yes. right? Yeah. Last year, Chris Evans. But he's in his... 30s or 40s, right? No, Chris Evans is older than 30. Chris Evans has got to be in his 40s, at least mid-40s. He won it last year. But I don't, I don't consider 40s as like I'm just saying that, they're, you know, everybody's talking about these young punks. Like T- Timothy Chalamot's a young punk, right? He's got to be the youngest guy in this list. Yes. Jamie Foxx okay. isn't, isn't a teenager. Chris Evans is 42, so two okay, years so he ago was he would have been young. 40. He was 40 two years ago. I'm a man. I'm 40. Paul Rudd, another old guy who looks young. How old is Paul Rudd? He won it a couple years ago. He could be 70, 80, He never ages. He never ages. He just looks exactly the same. Jamie Foxx went through all the health issues. He still looks good. Yeah. And he had a stroke. Pedro Pascal. You know, everybody loves Pedro Pascal and everything he does. The guy's a great actor. So my point is, old guys rule. And when I say old, I'm talking about guys over 40. Some in their 50s and some in their 60s. Let's give them a roaring round of applause. For all you punks out there, all you broke-ass punks trying to score chicks, just remember, old guys rule. Now, pig- I mean, no woman wants a broke-ass punk no. who doesn't have a job and walks around with an iPhone and all this other crap and ju- jewelry that he can't afford or fake jewels. Just so you know, though, yes. Pedro Pascal... <laughs> How old is he? 48. Yeah. So he's not even 50 yet. But that's, again, to most, most women, when you're, oh, he's 50 years old, I don't want an old guy. These guys are mature men. They're men, Robin. And yes. that's all that matters. They're not babies. Exactly. They're and I think, well, Chalamat's I think, the youngest one, I think, right? How old is Timothy? With two E's at the end, by the way, if you're scoring at home. And if you are, congratulations. It's Wednesday. Chalamets. I know. I call him Chalamat I, because I always I hear these Filipinos. He's to only 27. That's what I'm saying. He's still a baby. They're not going to give some punk kid the sexiest man alive. Yeah. Although you would think somebody in their 20s, you know, is more fit. You know, Paul Rudd is old. Jamie Foxx, Pedro Pascal, Lenny Kravitz. They all look good for older guys. I can guarantee you why he's considered uh, sexy. Why? Even though he's kind of stringy and wiry looking, mm-hmm. he's French. We, oui. we, oui, we. Oui. And in real life, he probably has a very sexy French accent. Well, of course. Which... That got me at, at Hello when I was living in L.A. Yeah. Because I'm internet, you know, I'm not one of these guys who doesn't appreciate quality women from all over the world. I've dated Brazilians. And she did have a Brazilian, too, which is awesome. You, you I've have, dated French women. Yeah, you, you've definitely had the flight. Exactly. Like the flight of women. 
You know, like you can get a flight of beer, flight exactly. of wine. You've, you've done the flight. I've dabbled. African-American women, Brazilian women, yeah. French women. Uh-huh. I've gone to France with French women. I've gone to the Champs-Élysées. Uh-huh. I've gone to the south of France uh-huh. to the the most overrated beach on the planet, which is Nice. Everybody thinks, oh, Nice. I want to go to Nice, the south of France. Eh. And it's like all rocks. It's very It's like rocky. no sand. The beach is smaller than the than the Ocean City, New Jersey beach when the tide's in. There's like five feet of beach. And, and then there's the smooth uh, rocks. They're like no, they're it's sharp, nasty. sharp rocks. And it's cold. And the water's cold and it's dirty. And there's a lot of nasty uh, tourists there who shouldn't even be allowed to be on a beach topless. It's not like there's all, there's some hot chicks too. Don't get me wrong. Especially, you know, during the summer when, you know, they got all those uh, stupid events going on in, in Nice, all those award shows and stuff. But anyway, enough about that. We Sexy have... Jason Kelsey screwed again. Just like the Eagles were screwed. Oh, no, they actually they won the game. It's the Dallas Cowboys. Well, Speaking of the Dallas Cowboys, I, okay, Robin. I have to just tell you one thing. What's that? As much as I love Jason Kelsey, I love him. I want to be his friend. I want to be able to go over and hang out with his family. Yep. Remember, we used I, to see Jason Kelsey yes. at the PetSmart in South Philly with yes. his wife and their dog. And they're two humongous big dogs. And he would go on the page, a regular yeah. guy. He's That's why regular, people love him. I, I, I think he... But I... I have to admit that I don't exactly think of him as sexy. I know, but you know what they did, Robin. They wanted to get somebody who's really popular. I mean, Jason and his brother, you know, the guy who uh, only performs well when his girlfriend's in the, in the building, <laughs> <laughs> Travis, who's the best tight end in football, obviously. Yes. But, they, you know, they wanted to, they wanted to put a, 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 a familiar face. So give People Magazine credit. I guarantee you more people are talking about, about the... Jason Kelsey being on the list yes. than Timothy Chalamet. You know what I'm saying? Now, we do already have text messages coming in on, on the, text the secret line? text-toso line. It's not secret is, if we give out the number, That's right. true, but it's only secret for our Bruno Familia. Exactly right. Or yeah. to the TBSN family. Um, it is 844-644-8669. That's 844-644-TONY. Um, we have a 484 number. Please remember to um, sign, signature your text so that we know who it's coming from because we only get the numbers. Um, but 484 number says, can't wait to eat my Bato's sausage tonight. Yes. And a, this one I do recognize, AJ Lopez in San Antonio. 70 is the new 50 anyway. You're damn right it is. Yes, it is. We keep changing it. As we get older, you know, when we're younger, we want to be older. When we're like teenagers, oh, I can't wait till I'm 21 so I can go out and get wasted. Then when you hit 21, oh, I don't want to get to 30. And then you start lying about your age when you're younger because you want to pretend you're older mm-hmm. so you can go out and drink and party. I did. But pretend- then when you get older, you want to be younger. When I was in my teens, I lied about my age. But that's the only time I've ever lied about my age. Once I got... To 21, mm-hmm. I have not lied about my age since then, except for when I forgot that I was actually 29 when I was actually 28. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> what is your secret lie about your age? Do you lie when you're older, that you're younger? Let's be honest. Most older people lie about their age. Yeah, they say they're younger. Exactly. I'm proud. I am proud to be 54 and still... 50 l- how old? 54. <gasps> So. I and I look younger. Like I, I don't. I mean, sometimes when I'm well without makeup and I've just gotten up, I look like I'm eighty. But 
I, I don't think that I look my age. I certainly don't act. And, you know, as the great Ricardo Montalban said, or the character played on, on Saturday Night Live when it was funny, you remember who used to do the guy? Oh. It's not how you feel. It's how you look. And you look marvelous. Yes. That was a character you by, what's look, his name? Uh, 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 ah. Great comedian. Yes. Gabe, Ka- Gabe Kapler. Not the, no, no. that's, uh, that, no, 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 he was the manager of the Giants. That's right. No, uh, <laughs> you look marvelous, darling. Marvelous. Uh, what was that character in Saturday Night Live? He was also in When Harry Met Sally. Come yes. On, come on, come on, come on. It's a great actor, Robin. I have to come up with this my own. I got three hours sleep last night. I'm sick and tired of having... Really? Now, Billy, Billy, Billy Crystal. Bill Crystal, for God's sake. Ugh. When Harry met Sally, one of the greatest movie scenes ever. I Faking have... orgasms. That was the quintessential fake orgasm scene. I can totally... In movie history. Am I right? Now, um, thank you to uh, <laughs> Chad Everett from Bowermanstown in PA. Yes. He said, hey, Tony... Don't forget your freaky deaky Dutch woman. Exactly right. Well, you know who said freaky deaky Dutch, right? Yes, that was on um, uh, what the movie? Um, Robin. The other comedian. Um, Throw me a freaking bone, man! Come on, Robin. Throw me a freaking bone, he said. Now she's got to Google it. Because I don't. It's from um, Goldman. Austin Powers. Austin Powers. Oh. International man of uh, schifosery or whatever. Anyway, we've got a great program today. A program, as we used to say. You know, and when I talk, and and yes, the Dallas Cowboys-Eagles debate continues. I'm not going to debate the game. It's over. Everybody's moved on. But when I think about the Dallas Cowboys, I think about three of the greatest quarterbacks in their history. I go back to Roger the Dodger Stallback. With Tom Landry, military great Roger Staubach, and those cowboy teams with the code, the only coach the Cowboys ever had, Tom Landry. That was that happened for a long time, and then the Cowboys went through a whole bunch of coaches like everybody else did. But meanwhile, you had Roger Staubach, champion. Right. You had Troy Aikman, champion. Champion multiple times. And then to me, when you look at the great Cowboy quarterbacks at number three on the list, see if you can figure it out. I'm going to see if somebody can guess it, who I think is the most underrated quarterback, an underappreciated quarterback in Dallas Cowboy history, and he's going to join us on this program today. Let's see if people can guess. Plus, one of my favorite human beings and the absolute queen of the National Hockey League, she's been in the crease uh, and I haven't been in her crease, so. but if I were, I'm sure she'd whack me with the big goalie <laughs> stick. The great Linda Cohn is going to join us to talk some hockey action, yo. We got hockey action, as someone once said, Robin. And nobody does it better than Linda Cohn. Out there on the West Coast. She got the hell out of Connecticut like most people do. And she moved to L.A. And now she's on TikTok, walking the beach. She's loving life out there. Uh, can you blame her? I don't blame her at all. How can you blame her? I can't. I, you know, we lived in L.A. I lived there for 11 years. Besides, when you... When Back you before start- they were arresting people on the beach for walking in the sand during the COVID vaccine era. You know what I'm saying? Besides, she, she's, she's beautiful, she's smart as a whip, and she has a great sense of humor. She's so the when, best. When you, when you start to talk to her, you get all tingly inside. <laughs> 
Well, she's got the great New York accent, too. You know, a lot of chicks with New York and Philly and Boston accents, you know, when you see a beautiful woman and then that accent comes out, some people think it's a turnoff. And it is for most men, but not for me. Although, you know, it's, it's, there's something raw about a northeastern United States, Boston, Philly, New York, New Jersey, all of those accents, when it comes out of a beautiful woman, just doesn't quite feel right. But it doesn't matter how you feel. It's how you look. And you look marvelous. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll take your phone calls. Uh, we got the, we've got a lot of news today. Yes. Baseball news, hockey news, and sad news from the NFL. Former uh, Indianapolis Colt offensive lineman. He only played for the Colts. For a short period of time, he was undrafted. He was on that Super Bowl team, 2006, which we saw in Miami when Brian Baldinger and I were there on the sidelines at, when they would allow media on the sidelines and they would have the media day on the field right. down there. I forget what it was called, all the different reincarnations of the Dolphin Stadium that, that they've gone through. But we were there in 2006, the Bears against Peyton Manning and the Indianapolis Colts. And, of course, the Colts won that Super Bowl. Matt Ulrich, Matt Ulrich, offensive lineman, passes away at the age of 41. Oh, and man. we still don't know the cause. This guy was undrafted. And as I mentioned, he didn't play a long career in the NFL. But another one of those stunning deaths, you're like, 41? What happened? We don't. And I'm not going to speculate because a lot of people will do that. They'll speculate when somebody young dies. And so I'll leave, I'll leave the speculation up to you. I prefer to wait for the actual, unlike the news media, which was uh, claiming yesterday that a Jewish man who was at a Palestinian and Israeli get-together, it was not a confrontation, it was two sides were gathered in California. Right. Uh, and what, cannot, were, what county well, was that it in? Was, it, was, it was a protest. It was a protest, was... and you had both sides. You had pro-Palestinians, pro-Israelis, and a Jewish man According to reports and the coroner's report, mm -hmm. he died of blunt force to the head. Blunt force trauma. So the right. media, every single one of these major media outlets, all came out with the initial Politico, ABC, NBC, CBS. These are supposed trusted news sources, right? Mm -hmm. I get the media. I get the hacks on social media who pretend they're news sources and they don't know jack squat. But when le legitimate news agencies have to retract their initial story that the guy died, died suddenly yeah. at a protest. Reports were some this one guy hit him over the face with a with a with a megaphone. Yeah, but then then they changed it. NBC News changed it, and first had that he he dies during a protest. Didn't say that he. Then they were trying to assume that he hit his head on the ground. If you watch the video, and it's it's not graphic. I his face is bleeding. I haven't right? seen the video. Uh, other than when when he's laying, so then they tried to then they tried to to dampen it, and said, the guy who hit him with the megaphone called nine one one and didn't feel good about it. No shit. I would hope not. That's assault. But this is the way the world works now, where you cannot trust once respected mainstream media. That's the biggest scourge on America: mainstream media that has biases. And it's embarrassing as someone who's been in the media for a long, long time. So anyway, we have a lot of stuff. 
So did anybody guess the answer to the great third greatest Dallas Cowboy Not quarterback? Not yet. Not yet. Come on, we people. We have a couple people that... Um, Who are they have... guessing? Okay, hold Not on Not Tony Romo, by the way. I'll give you a hint. Uh, Not Tony Romo. Hold on. Um, there's several... Oh, there's lots of... Lots of... Texas. Um So this was regard. We have uh, Cutters in Orlando who is telling us that it was Billy Crystal. So obviously. Oh, Billy Crystal, not the quarterback. Yeah, yep, the actor yep, yep. Who, who did the Ricardo Montalban spin. Have Dempsey may be the sexiest man alive, but for my money, Rufus Thomas is still the funkiest man alive. Chris in Pickerington, Ohio. Hello. Um, then we have somebody here from 832 area code. Tony, Robin, what up? Y'all sound great. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, somebody else telling me Billy Crystal. Yes, I, I did figure I want to know who the third greatest Dallas Cowboy now, quarterback here, was. What the Fauci? You know, Robin, the memory is the second thing to go. <laughs> <laughs> What's the first thing to go? I don't want to know. What's the first thing to oh, go? I do see. I'm going to give you a couple of the other answers, and then somebody did get it correctly. Um here we have area code 610, guessing Danny. That's in the 610. That's yes, the Philadelphia area code. Um, One of the 16 now there. He says Danny White. Danny White was the greatest punter to play quarterback in Dallas Cowboy history. He punted the Cowboys to a couple of championship games. And then, and then <laughs> we have two people who said... Um, He's on your Twitter feed, for goodness sakes. I uh, know. Well, I, I went, but not everybody's but paying attention because I only have, I don't even have 5,000 followers. The Swedish chef was technically the first one to come up with it. Babe Laufenberg. That's right. Babe yeah. Laufenberg. Babe Laufenberg is the greatest underappreciated cowboy in the history of South America's team, better known as the Dallas Cowboys. How yeah, about that? Chad Everett in Bowmanstown, <laughs> PA. I don't think it's Bowmanstown, Robin. Is it Bowmanstown? Bowmanstown? How's it spelled? B-O-W-M-A-N. Bowmanstown? I don't know. How do you pronounce it? Bowmanstown, PA. Um, he's saying, hey, would you please la ask Linda if she'll marry me? Well, I've already asked her many times. Yes. But and somebody guessed Troy Aikman, whom we love. I mentioned Troy Aikman was, you got Stahlbeck, Aikman, Babe Laufenberg. I don't count Tony Romo. Tony Romo was a miracle, according to Jim. Remember? Oh, yes. Romo was a miracle. miracle. When Jerry was all liquored up at one of them Super Bowls. We have... Uh, Romo was a miracle. Erico 727 <laughs> is, uh, guess, Drew Bledsoe. No. Drew Bledsoe, blew, 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 Drew Bledsoe was responsible for Tom Brady becoming the starting quarterback in New England because he was the starter. Brady was drafted late in the draft and was sitting there. And once Drew Bledsoe was benched and they put Tom Brady in or he got hurt, Drew, Tom Brady became the greatest of all time. In Dallas, Drew Bledsoe was the quarterback when he was – I was there at that game with Mark Willard in Philly the day that Drew Bledsoe was yanked by the Dallas Cowboys in favor of Tony Romo. And that started the Tony Romo era. Another era since the 1996 Super Bowl where they were good and they were close, but not, not close, close enough. enough. Not even for hand grenades or horseshoes, right? Don't they say close enough for hand grenades or horseshoes? You have all these sayings. Well, but that's not, I don't make this stuff in up. My life. Look up the term, good, you know, close enough for hand grenades. Now it's like even when you play. Uh, what's the thing when you throw the ba bags? You can call it bags. You can call it uh, cornholio. Corn 
you get it close. You know, you want to you want to go right in. And if you're really good, you can go over a bunch of bags and go bam. You airmail it right into the hole. Bam. You put it right in the hole. Bam. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Boom. And it is his. We want that motherfucker. That's right. We want that hole. You know what I mean? That's close. That's because close. if you get those bags just hanging over precariously, and then you got the next bag to throw. Well, close in cornhole doesn't count. You yes, it does. Those it are in. points. No, I'm saying if you have a bunch of them surrounding the hole, and you know when you surround the hole, the goal is to get it in the hole, no matter what the sport may be, indoors or outdoors, Robin. You follow me so far? I- I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> Sometimes it's just impossible. Anyway, we're going to take a break. And then we're going to take your calls. Before, before um, we yes. take a break, I, I actually have an idea for everybody that likes texting us a lot. Yes. Um, because... We're getting I, in the private line. I understand <laughs> that it can become a pain in the ass to put your signature on there every single time. You don't have to put your signature. Yes, you... Well, you have Just to... Just name in town, name in to, town. You have to say who you are every single time because the system that we have just sucks right now and that's the way it works. But I have an idea. In your phone... In your cell phone, you can actually put a signature. You can request, like, go into your settings, and you can set a signature. So you can just turn that on. You don't want it all the time. But when you're texting us and you're listening to the show for three hours, just turn your signature on, and then that way it'll automatically put it in there for you every single time, and then you don't have to type it all the time. See, there's the technological update from Miss Robin. There you go. And then you do that to 844-644-TONY, and boom, your signature will already be in, and you don't have to type it every time, and it's perfect. There you go. And Now, Now, can you wet sign it, or does it have to be notarized to to be official on this show? You know, like when you have to put in papers, they don't take a... uh, like when we were trying to get the permits for our house right, in Cape Coral, right, right. we'd bring in all these paperwork. And, you know, these architects and all these engineers, you know, they, they wet sign it because mm-hmm. that's the way it happens now. But no, it can't be wet. It's got to be embossed. You got to get that little thing. You squeeze it and the paper pops yeah, up and it's all nice. Like what difference does it make if it's signed by a legitimate architect? Yeah, if you can sign million dollar loan papers exactly. over the, you know, with, with uh, DocuSign, why couldn't you do something else? It's silly. And if I become, no, I don't want to. By, by the way, I have great news today too, ladies and gentlemen. As you know, the Tony Bruno Sports Network in its second week of operation. And, you know, we've been putting a lot of money and effort into this. Yes. But today, finally, the ship has come in. No. Yes, we have. Ca- no. I have a check in my hand, ladies and gentlemen. Are we ready to retire? Close. I just got a check today. And you will not. I'm going to have people guess how much the check is. I'll give you, an, I'll give you a, a, a guess. Okay. okay it's, well, it's a residual it check. Who is it's it from? from Disney Worldwide Services. Disney from Buena Vista, Burbank, California. You know where that is, Robin, right? I I do have a clue. Yes. Disney Worldwide. Now, this is legit. Yes. I mean, we're talking about Disney. Yeah. We're talking about Disney. And this man. was for a movie that you were in. Exactly right. Yep. And, a, and, and other stuff that you've been doing. like because No, you, this is primarily because you're from, part of AFTRA. Yeah, I'm SAG-AFTRA. Yep. You know, I got the inflatable rat. If I see non-union uh, radio people out there, I'll put an inflatable rat out there and go, and go, all, uh, okay. go all crazy on their ass. If uh, if these if pe- anybody if can these guess, guys that are working in this 
area building, yeah. building continue leaving food out. I we know. Might have a what real kind rat. of slobs do we have here? I'm in there cleaning the bathroom. I'm like a maid in here. I'm <laughs> emptying the trash cans every night. I got to walk all the way down the There's end of the like, parking lot. There were like food left out on the counter, just not even in a bag. Dirty, filthy, rotten what the bastards. Hell. But Dirty. anyway. That stinking big mama. I'm going to have to go in there and go upside his head. I don't know if you can hear I'm gonna it. Go up, I'm going to go all upside his head. He's yelling, kiss my ass, kiss my ass. <laughs> but I want people to guess that I'm going to give away a hat because I found some no filter hats yes. in the back bedroom. So I got, they're really nice hats too. Yeah, they are. I gave one to big mama. I know. I got no filter hat. I should hats. take a picture of him in with it, wearing his hat and post it. And he's a big. And these aren't tr- those cheap ass trucker no, hats either. Are these? He, well, one of them is a really nice trucker hat, mm-hmm. but the other one is the nice. Uh, what do you? What would you call that? Tweed. Velour. No, it's tweed. Scorting I think it's tweed. Leather. Is it tweed? But Big Mama is a big hat person. I know he is. And when he saw it, he's like, "Oh, I want one. Those are cool. These I, are collectibles. I, I'm partial to." To he liked patches. He likes patches on hats. Not the song Patches, which was a great song back what? in the day. Patches, I'm an. It was about a dog. You don't remember the song Patches? I come I on, Robin. Do not recall Patches the song. Patches. It's, it's not one of those dumb movie songs. It's it's a real dog. It's about patches. Okay. Tell me the artist, and I'll tell you if it's it. Uh, Clarence Carter. Clarence Carter. All right. One of the great R and B singers of all time. Give me a taste, a little Clarence Carter with patches. To, I will. It's give a sad a song, so this is a tissue alert. Get your box of Kleenex ready. Here we go. Come on. used to tease about it, deep down inside. He was hurt because he'd done all he could. My papa was a great old man. I can see him with a shovel in his hand. See, oh. education he never had. When the times got bad, the little money from the crops he raised, paid the bills we made. Life had him down. You don't remember this song? No. Way to bring it down, Tony. No, it's a great song. It's a great song, Nancy. She said, Patches, I'm depending on your son. I thought this was about a dog. Our son is Now. Two days later, Papa passed away. And I, I became a man, man that day. day. So I told Mama I was gonna quit school, but she said that was Daddy's strictest rule. Yeah. So Wait. every morning before I went. Now, to Tony. Wait a minute, come on. I'm no, no, hold on a second. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play it out to the commercial. Did you want to finish your thing real quick? And what then... thing? All right. Yeah, the first yeah, person that comes closest to the actual amount. Of the check that I received from Disney Worldwide Services Incorporated, 500 South Buena Vista Street out there in Burbank, California, you'll get a brand new, fresh out the box, no filter hat. Which is... It can it, be worn for formal... It's very If you're cool. going to Vegas and you're wearing shorts and a tank top and you got a girlfriend <laughs> or a stripper who looks like she's spent all day getting ready to go out... You put that cap on, you put that tank top on like Pat McAfee, put on your Jordans, you'll be styling and profiling. Now let's finish it up. We're coming back. Taking phone calls, the winner of the closest to the actual retail value of the check that I received from Disney today. We'll be right This song back. should be playing now. Listen to this story here. 
This is the way it used to be. Patches, I'm depending on your son to pull the family, pull the family through. My son, it's all up to you. Days later, Papa passed away. I became, I became a, a man, man that, that day. So I told Mama I was gonna quit school, but she said that was Daddy's strictest rule. So every morning before I went to school, I fed the chickens and I chopped wood too. Sometimes I felt that I couldn't go on. I wanted to leave, just run away from home. But I would remember what my dad said with tears in his eyes on his dying bed. He said, Patches. I'm depending on your son. I tried to do my best. It's up to you to do the rest. Then one day a strong rain came and washed all the crops away. And at the age of 13, I thought I was carrying the weight of the whole world on my shoulders. And you know, Mama knew what I was going through, cause... Every day I had to work the fields Cause that's the only way we got our meals See, I was the oldest of the family And everybody else depended on me Every night I heard my mama pray Lord, give him strength to make another day So years have passed and all the kids have grown They just took mama to a brand new home Lord knows, people, I shed it Now back to the biggest sports network on the planet, the Tony Bruno Sports Network. The Drumstick Wednesday, what up? Again, we got a big prize today. It's one of the beautiful no-filter hats. That's got to be a $25 item all day right there, Robin. Would you agree? Oh, at least. You try to go in lids and buy one of those? No. you got to you, you, you got to drop $25. They're beautiful. I think this is technically called a tweed. Not boss tweed. Tweed. I think this is that's, that's what this is. But it, but, it, but it has a the flat rim in case you want to leave it like that, or if you that's wanna... why I do it. And it's got the thing underneath. Does it have this the sticker still? No, it no, doesn't have no, a sticker. No, so you got to have a sticker under but there. These are well buy. made. It has a nice no filter network, uh, uh-huh. which we are part of as well. Yep. Um, patch on it, and then. Um, By the way, how many people are tearing up now? I apologize. I don't like to play uh, tear jerkers on this show. That's a great song. Yes, it is. It is. It reminds me of me growing up with the chickens and having responsibility as a young man. It's, a, it's also it's made by Ivory Ivory Headwear is the actual Ivory. brand of the name. Not the, Ebony and Ivory. Where is that? Was that America? Is that made in Morocco? Um, Morocco. No, I think it's India. India. I think so. Hold on, hold on. It should say where it's made on there. Well, right? it has a little elephant on it, so I just totally made an assumption, but. It's uh, 85% acrylic and 15% wool. Oh, baby, wool. that'll keep your golden dome no, warm in the no, wintertime. No, as as President Trump would say, where is it made? China. 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 What isn't made in China, Robin? What isn't made in China? Oh, I know. That's the problem. That's not a problem. Well. Meanwhile, 
Any guesses yet now on the actual price oh, of the check? Gosh. Right, now, we got a lot of things going on. Collecting my. Meanwhile, you know, this is a big deal. All right. And Robin just posted a picture of the hat that we're giving away yes. that my man, Big Mom, is wearing right across the studio as he gets his <laughs> computer system all back up to uh, snuff. He's bought like 15 computers now. I mean, between this studio and that studio, our the original computer that we had in there was here for the studio was not uh, robust enough. So we had to return that and get another one. Then the computer that I have as a secondary in here, just a little laptop to play some of the sounds and stuff off of and to eventually do the Facebook from, that one... Just decided to die. Brand spanking new. Decided to die. Replace that one. Now, then over there, he's now in the last three days gone through three different computers, I think. So how many? Three. Well, you know the magic number. Yeah. I think he's got to go to Best Buy one more time. We're not buying just junk. You know, we're buying like these gaming computers. I know. That have super high power stuff. <laughs> because the kind of stuff we do requires lots of power yes um and i got the power you got the power i got the power okay so um by the way coach paul is uh from bowman's town so Mm -hmm. he he it's it's bowman it's it's bowman's town Um, not scotty bowman's not from there though the late great coach now yeah montreal canadians and detroit red wings dean said two dollars and 38 cents wrong loser <laughs> then uh, John Robinson from Delco checking in, going, Tony! What up, yo? He didn't guess it. Then we have Mike and Indy guessing $1.38. <laughs> also wrong. Remember, what was the show uh, that uh, Chuck Barris did? He had a $1.98 beauty pageant. Remember that? Oh, I vaguely Yeah, it was that. a $1.98 beauty pageant. Isn't that what they named it? There's also a $1.98 beauty store. There is? Yeah. No, there's not. Yes, I swear to God, there's like a beauty store called the Dollar Ninety Eight Beauty Store or something like that. Chuck Barris was a genius. Another Philly guy, you know, Chuck Barris. Then he did that movie where he was like a CIA spy or something. Mm. You know what I'm talking about, Robin? I think so. He hosted the 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 the, the Dollar the Dollar Ninety Eight Beauty Pageant was uh, the next the second show. His first show was the Gong Show. The that was gong, him? That was Chuck Barris. He was the host of the Gong Supposedly, Show. Supposedly, uh, he was a, a an spy. undercover s- spy. Yeah, right? they did a movie. They did a documentary yeah. on it. Um, Chad Everett is guessing $9. Also wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, this is not in relation to the hat, but this is Shannon by Henry Gross is a great song about the Beach Boys dogs passing, yes, dog yes. passing away. We're not, this is not a, you know, as Casey, a Kasem, as Casey Kasem once said, you don't want to come out of a dead dog dedication with a, with a, a down-tempo number. You know what I mean? With an up-tempo number. No, you want to, you know, that's right. You don't want to come out of a dead dog dedication yeah. with an up-tempo mo- And get, get, get what's his name on the phone right now. And I, where's my damn pictures that I had to sign? See, that's the, the you know, come on, Robin. How many times have we played the great Casey Kasem rant about a dead dog dedication? I'm trying to follow you, Tony. I am really trying. And it just, you lost me uh, for a second. Um, AJ Johnson guessing 19 cents. Ooh. Close but no cigar. You're in the ballpark, yes. so to speak. 
19 uh, cents. Come on, man. I'm worth more than that. What the Fauci is <laughs> guessing, I'll guess the same as the prize money for the gong show, $516.32. Was that the prize money for the gong show? I don't know. Um, Steven Pittsburgh guessing four. How many? Four dollars. Oh, four dollars. Okay. Four dollars. I'll give you a hint. Let me get now because I, I don't want this to become an all day guessing game. We got important sports material to get to. Now, there's a bunch of other ones, but we actually do have a winner, but I don't know if he's eligible to win because he's part of the establishment. Well, everybody's part of the establishment. No, Luigi. Luigi's part of the show. Yeah, but how would he know? He didn't see this check. He hasn't seen it, but... But he's, you know, he's eligible to get one of these beautiful hats. It, well, he probably already has one. <laughs> I don't think he has Doesn't this. Doesn't he have one on? No, this is okay. a very special one selected especially wear, for you, as they used to do. But he doesn't wear it. hats because he doesn't want to ruin I his know. beautiful hair. Because he's got beautiful hair. Beautiful um, hair. But, so should, I'm not going to say, I'm actually I'll give not, you a hint right now. Let me get, this is no, wait, a good wait, wait, hint. No, wait, 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 no, there's still more, Tony. Um, I, I'm not going to say what Luigi guessed because... I'll give him a hat anyway because he's part of the establishment. Exactly right. Um, and I don't want to ruin it for like somebody else. I got to give one to Pete Shepard. I got to give it to the boys yeah. and the girls around here. You know what I'm saying? Um, but Luigi, you are correct if you are listening. He got it. He nailed it. He nailed it right on. By the way, I'll give you a hint again. I'm not going to give you the uh, the envelope from SAG AFTRA on Wilshire Boulevard mm-hmm. on the Golden. What is it called? The Miracle Mile Miracle on Wilshire Wilsh, 5757 Wilshire Boulevard, Los Angeles, California nine double nine zero zero three six. The residual department from SAG-AFTRA. It cost them fifty three cents to send of you this postage check. to send me All this right. check. So that's a and I'll I give you a hint. I don't think that's going to help anybody. Yes, it is because I'm giving you ballpark, and the hint is. The actual postage is more than the amount of the check. And you wonder why Disney stock is crashing and their movies all stink. So that makes Cutters in Orlando, the Disney check is $4.20 already over. You're over and you're not going to be in the showcase showdown. Um, Don Juan 2024, love all the new TBSN shows. Um, Glad to see you found us, Don Juan. Uh, Disney check six dollar. Nope. Nope. Over. If it was six dollars, I wouldn't have come in today. <laughs> um, Tim in Palmyra says Rip Taylor was the dollar ninety eight. That's right. You're, but that was a, I think Chuck Barris was the producer, and Rip Taylor was the great. He had confetti. Remember, he had the bad hair piece, and obviously he was a gay man, and nobody cared back then what his sexual preference was. He was funny. He was funny. That's all that mattered back then. You think people cared about se- Liberace? Did anybody care what his sexual uh, proclivities were? There were people were? that claimed they didn't know he was gay. Which well, Rock Hudson was the one that nobody knew. Rock Hudson hit it, but all these other people, you know, Little Richard. Look at the look at the legendary people in entertainment that nobody cared about their sexual preference. Well, you just didn't talk about it. No, but you, know, but you knew, but you didn't care. You just admired them for their talents and their entertainment value. Now everybody has to tell you what their sexual preference is. Who gives a crap? Bang whoever you want. Just rap that rascal. That's all I'm telling you. It's a Hi. public service announcement. I mean, it, it, it is kind of bizarre when you think about it. I mean, do you introduce, you're like, hi, my name is Robin, and I like to do it with men. I mean, like... Uh, like no, it should be, hi, I'm Robin, I like to do it with women, too. Well, that And then, be- obviously, that's when, that's when you get everybody's attention. <laughs> but like, because it is your bye week, just like the Eagles, I understand. Is that right? It's a daily thing, Tony. It's a day. <laughs> oh, 
Wow. That's really loud. Yeah, yes. That's that you need to change that one. Holy uh, I, I, I don't know how, how that got We apologize, in. ladies wow. and gentlemen, for Tony's uh, faux pas there. It's not a faux um, pas. I hit a thing and it was too loud. Yeah, it is. I don't control the horizontal or vertical uh, on this show. John Robinson, 64 <laughs> cents. Oh, oh, we're getting closer. Uh, who is this? Uh, Scott, Scott, whoop, no, Swedish Chef. Swedish Chef, 29 cents. Oh, it's so close. Oh, so close. Man. Um, and then. Um, <laughs> Let's see. That that is the last. Oh no, there's two more. Here we go. <laughs> um, what the Fauci? What do I get for ten cents? <laughs> I don't know, but you know what do I get? You know what I always mm-hmm. want to know, Robin. What do I get for what? Well, there's two people. There are two people that came incredibly close. The closest person, other than Luigi, who was right on spot on, AJ Johnson. Has he been like hacking our mail? Has I don't he been, know. Like, I don't he, know. Uh, uh, AJ Johnson gets 19 cents, and um, who is the one that came? Was 29 cents? Hold on. Ah. Come on, Robin. Hold on. There was somebody. Oh, 29. And then Swedish Chef. Swedish Chef gets 29. So those two people are the closest. Now, we do have someone who nailed it right on, but they're already getting one. Yes. So Luigi nailed it. Yes. I don't know how he knew. Well, should we just should we just continue on with the program? If somebody, I I'm not going to name them all now. No, because we have guests coming up, yes. and I don't want to do this stupid contest, even though this is what people want is free stuff. <laughs> the Let's first be honest, person this is who, free shit. The first person who texts it in texts it in the actual. To, now here's a there, I got a situation though, because I have. By the way, this is for a movie role that I did, where I did a voiceover in a movie. It's a great movie. Don't say a word. Don't say a word. No. She doesn't say, don't say. Oh, she says, I'm not. What does she say? I forget. But anyway, the movie's been out. Don't say a word. The movie's been out forever. And now, whenever it plays on internet, I love love it now because these aren't even the European. Most of my residuals come from the European market. But these are all domestic. So international rental slash SVOD, which is video on demand, right? One of those, when, when somebody rents it on video on demand, where you don't have to go to a box and get it, right. 27 cents I made for one airing of that movie. Now, a video DVD, if you rent it, I made five cents for that. Free TV when they show it, two cents. Pay TV when they show it, one penny. Oh, oh, we have somebody so close. We have a 23 cent. So that's the gross. I don't, if you give me the gross or the actual after tax, because remember, the gross and the tax and the after tax money is different because I have to pay dues to be a member of SAG AFTRA. So the actual, re- I guess, gave you the totals 27 cents, 5 cents, 2 cents, 1 cents, the gross amount or the actual after-tax amount. Well, John from Kutztown just guessed 23 cents. What about the gross amount? Did anybody get the gross amount? Um, hold on. We have Luigi on the line. <laughs> Let's he, go to Luigi. He, Luigi, have you been hacking our mail? Luigi, don't say what you what your number was. Don't say a word. Don't say a word. Because <laughs> I, I, 
Yeah, I won't, I won't say a word. I won't see that movie either. Trust me. I'm not doing that. <laughs> what do you mean? It's a great movie. It, it happens actually, on Thanksgiving Day. It's a good the movie. The Dallas Cowboys are yeah. playing on Thanksgiving Day, and I was in the movie ripping the Cowboys uh-huh. during a radio show. Do you realize that? That's why they hired me. That's why 20th Century Fox hired me. Do you know how many times I've heard you rip the Cowboys over the past 30 years? Yeah, but how many people do it in a major motion picture? You know, that's Michael Douglas. It's the chick who died. Brittany Murphy was in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't have any of those guys in my movie. Uh, but no, I, I guess it's, it's the same amount I'm receiving in residuals from the Tony Bruno show season one that I was on seven years ago. That's, that's the same exact amount of money, Tony. Congratulations. No, actually, what it was was, what it was, you know, no, listen, it's, it's the gift that keeps on giving all year long. Damn right, Clark. It's, uh, I actually, it's, I guess, I just guessed my favorite number. What's that's your favorite what number? Well, he can't say his, oh, okay. he can't say I, his lucky number. All right, what do you think, it. what do you think the but gross, is? what's the gross you guess the actual after-tax revenue. I'll give you a hint. They took out in taxes 13 cents, and thir- year-to-date, 33 cents, uh, total uh, uh, EE taxes. What is EE? Eh, you're, getting, you're getting bent over on this one, dude. Dude. Jesus. Uh, I just No, I wanted to call and just say that I'd like to take my winnings and donate them to the, to the listeners. So if anyone else doesn't have a hat yet and would like a hat, feel free to give it away in any way, shape, or form that you please uh, because I don't want you going broke shipping the hat to me here in, in Pennsylvania. <laughs> no, and I will see you. We're coming back uh, for Thanksgiving, so hopefully we see you. I'll bring the damn hat with me. I'll bring the damn hat with me. No, I don't. Come on, you don't bring it. You don't don't you don't bring sand to the beach. You don't bring hats to Philadelphia. All right, dude, just leave it. Leave it there. It's fine. We'll get together. We'll. we'll I'll just out. bring my I'm Carson Wentz jersey. I'm glad I saved my Carson Wentz jersey because uh, now he's with the Los Angeles Rams. We'll talk about that because Babe Laufenberg is going to join us in the next hour. You remember Babe Laufenberg? I, I vaguely, vaguely. I hate to do it to you, man. Vaguely, Tony. I, I know. It's, it's fine. It's fine. I know, it's, it's it's necessary. Go ahead and do it. It's fine. It's not a problem, uh, but I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna take my amazing Kreskin self, and um, I'm gonna exit now. But like I said, give that away to somebody else. Have a good rest of the show. I'm listening as always, buddy. Rack. All right. Consider yourself racked. <laughs> Thanks, Luigi. All right. So, so here are the employee taxes taken out. Well, of this just day. I want to. We're going to declare a winner. Dancing around, they've guessed twenty three. They've guessed twenty three, twenty four, twenty six, twenty one. What have you not guessed yet, people? Uh, let's see. Uh... <clears throat> Somebody please just text it in. <laughs> By the way, the taxes on this particular check were 13 cents. 8 cents federal withholding, 2 cents social security tax, federal Medicare tax, 2 cents, California withholding, California disability, two cents and one cents. The total taxes removed, 13 cents out of the grand total of 35 cents. So there's your final hint. The total taxes, 13 cents. The gross was 35 cents. The postage was 53 cents. No, here's the I know there's a lot of numbers here. AJ, I'm not AJ good in at San Antonio, <laughs> he said uh, the... 
if the if if you netted twenty three, the gross must have been in California taxes. The the gross must have been six hundred and fifty seven dollars. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you, Gavin Newsom. That's why you're going to be the next president of the United States of America, replacing Joe Biden, which is another one of my stone cold locks. He will be the candidate once Biden and Kamala Harris go out to San Francisco. According to my sources, they will have a little. They'll get together, and then they'll come up with this plan right after the new year where Gavin Newsom becomes the Democratic nominee, Kamala Harris will remain as the vice president, they'll smooth it all out, and Joe Biden will step we aside. We have a winner! We have a winner? Oh, Ladies and gentlemen. Finally! Yes! Um, yes. We have, yes. who is this? This is John Robinson and Delco, 22 cents. You are exactly right. Everybody must Everybody eat. Must. Everybody must eat. Everybody must eat. Everybody must eat. Everybody must eat. Yeah. yeah. Sorry I couldn't give you a free iPhone or some Lululemon gear. I wasn't there for the rioting and the looting. And if I were, I would give that away, too, to show you what kind of benevolent person I am, Robin. I will uh, get check. your information, John, in just a second. <laughs> and we'll and take a picture of this check. But when we come back, the fabulous... Babe Lothenberg. How about them cowboys? You're listening to Tony Bruno Sports Network. Tony didn't invent sports radio. He perfected it. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been waiting, and now it's here. T-B-S-N. The Tony Bruto Sports Network. Make some noise. Tune in at 7 a.m. and hear Pete Shepard till 10. And then Defoe and Luby from 10 a.m. till noon. And then the man himself, Tony Bruno, and the Tony Bruto Show starts at 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. Martinez and company from 6 p.m. to 8. And we've got more to come. The Tony Bruto Sports Network. Download the app. Tell your friends the game is on. T-B-S-N. I'm not rocking anybody today. I just made 22 cents from Disney. I don't know how we're going to celebrate. Luckily, the good thing about this check that I got for a movie uh, part, which was a spoken word thing, involving the Dallas Cowboys, believe it or not, a movie that was um, about uh, Thanksgiving Day, don't say a word, 
And I was on the radio in the movie, in the background, in the morgue scene, in that classic film. 35 cents earned. And luckily here in the state of Florida, we don't have any sales tax. I mean uh, income, state income tax. So that 35 cents, which turned into 22 cents after California taxes, uh, I don't have to pay income tax, state income tax. The feds already got me for the five cents. But a man who makes a lot of sense. And as I've been saying for a long time, I haven't spoken with this gentleman for a long time, but he was my third most favorite Dallas Cowboy quarterback in history. As I mentioned before, you got Roger the Dodger Stallback. You got Troy Aikman, multiple Super Bowls, and then Babe Laufenberg. Danny White gets a little asterisk because he was the greatest punter that took the, that took the Cowboys. But Babe Laufenberg <laughs> joins us now from the Metroplex. Babe, how are you, man? What up, Tony Bruno? <laughs> this is Jose from Norristown. What up, yo? How, how do you know Jose uh, from Norristown? Tony, don't think you do anything and I don't know about it. Okay? <laughs> See, people think, I I hate the Dal- people think I hate the Dallas Cowboys, but that's a sports hate. <laughs> You know, I've been coming, Brad Sham and I, and you, we guys go back. Michael Irvin's a friend. Uh, Obviously, Troy comes on my show. So this is all sports hate. And I I, I hate the hate. Can you hate hate? Does that make any sense? No, no, no. I I, I got you all the way through here. You're good. You're good. (laughs) Yeah, but, you know, you should hate the other team within reason. It should never resort to physical violence. Exactly. that's, That's part of the fun. Love your team. Hate the other guy. Exactly. Now, of course, uh, you know, I mean, you guys do a great job, and, and Brad Sham is one of the greats in the industry. How many years now in the Cowboy? 40-something years he's been doing the, the- – Gosh, he's 40. Yeah, and he is great. Uh, I love Brad. love working with Brad. The bad thing is, though, Tony, I, I think this is like 27 or 28, year 27 or 28 for me, and you can never catch him. It's like your older brother. You can close the gap as a percentage. You know what I mean? I got an older brother. And I'm closer in a percentage than I was when I was five and he was 10, but you just can never catch him. So even when Brad retires, I've got to do another 14, 15 years to equal the longevity record that he has surpassed, by the way, as a play-by-play man for NFL radio only by Merrill Reese. Exactly. Another one of the greats and a legendary broadcaster in Philly and you know, Brad's voice is heard and your voice is heard. And obviously when people, you know, I, I saw that, that somebody posted your comments on the brotherly shove thing and, you know, oh. you tell him you know, Jerry Jones' son is on the competition committee and it should be banned. So let's get to that first. Do you really think yeah. that that Did should you... be banned because one team is able to do it and nobody else can? No, Tony, that's a bad thing about Twitter now and all that. I was I was being totally sarcastic. I, I thought said, so. I just wanted Stephen to Stephen Jones out. is on the comp. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, I said, look, the Cowboys have to play him twice a year. He needs to get rid of this thing just the same way I would have advocated <laughs> Just the same way I advocated back in the day, you know, Reggie White has to count to three before he can rush the quarterback, and Joe Montana has to throw left-handed. Exactly. <laughs> but I do, I do think this, Tony, yes. and I know it's kind of been, you know, talked to death, this whole tush-push and what to do with it, and should it be legal and should it not, but uh, things have come up through the years, uh, many years of football, where Defensive coordinators or offensive coordinators figure it out, right? You don't see anybody running the wishbone. The bear defense that no one could block didn't, nobody knew how to block it. We went into one year to Philadelphia there and we had three running plays because we couldn't figure out anything else 
to run that they thought they knew how to block. And even those three, as you all know, didn't work very well. <laughs> but, you know, and then people started playing the bear and they figured it out and you don't see the bear defense anymore. So I do think, I don't know when or who or how, but somebody's going to figure out how to stop this thing and we'll be on to the next great thing, right? And you know, an interesting thing to me, babe, is that obviously, you know, it's a difficult play to run. I mean, you, you know, Jalen Hurts squats 600 pounds, so he has to get right. down. And But, you know, Jason Kelsey is the guy on the bottom of the pile the whole time. And, and, and while that works, and, it, and actually Washington stopped it a couple of weeks ago in that game against the, the commanders, and people I see, it can be stopped. It can be stopped, but it's really hard to stop. And then when I see players going down the field and a running back or receiver makes the catch, and you got the convoy of blockers and they're helping push the guy along, the whole thing about the whistle has to blow to signal the end of the play. And on the on the tush push or whatever you want to call it, the whistle doesn't blow until the play is stopped. So obviously if they don't make it and they blow the whistle and the momentum is stopped by the push from behind, then the play's over, right? I mean, isn't that what this is all about? Because I mean, when Tom Brady was doing the sneak to perfection and nobody was able to stop him, did anybody say, well, Tom Brady shouldn't be allowed to, to sneak <laughs> from the one-yard line because he's too good at it? No, I, I agree 100%. Um, it, 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 there's a couple of interesting things in it. Again, not that I'm sorry, trying to get a ban. Hey, Philadelphia just does it better than everybody. You know, Cowboys have been stopped, I think, twice trying to do it. They don't even try it anymore. I guess they ran it once in the Philly game, but um, but you're not allowed to pull the runner forward, correct, right? Correct. But you can but you can push him. So I like symmetry in my life, Tony, and I like symmetry in my rules. So if you can push, why can't you pull? Or if you can't pull, then why can you push? Because it's easier to push because you're behind the play. You know, when you're in front <laughs> right, of the but guy, I mean, it's a penalty. It's a penalty if I pull the guy forward. Exactly, but it shouldn't be a penalty if you push the guy forward because it happens all the it's time. Not. It happens all the time. Yeah, when guys no. are running with the football, and then there's a big scrum, and then the guys come in and push them in. Guys have been pushed into the end zone while running. Sure. To me, that's much yeah. more dangerous than a play where everybody knows they're all now without Dallas Goddard. You know, he was one of the main guys in the push, so we'll see what happens. The Eagles have the bye this week, and your Dallas Cowboys are now, I think, the biggest favorite because Tommy DeVito, how will the Cowboys game plan to stop the greatness that is Tommy DeVito, who I believe has a pizza place out there in Plano somewhere? <laughs> well, I will tell you, many years ago, um, when when Dallas and San Francisco were basically playing to see who was going to go, who was going to get home field advantage for the NFC playoffs uh, in the early nineties there. And they played each other every year during the regular season because they both finished top of the division, right? So you always play the top of the other divisions and Elvis Gerbach came in because Steve Young had been hurt the week before. So Elvis Gerbach was getting the start. I believe it was his first NFL start. Elvis Gerbach, maybe a seventh rounder, maybe a 10th rounder from Michigan. Can't exactly remember. But everybody here just said, oh, well, okay, well, there's a win. And then Elvis Gerbach came in and beat him. Now, 49ers had a much better team around Elvis Gerbach than the New York Giants have, have around young Tommy DeVito. But uh, you never know what happens. But, it, you know, and if he didn't, let me ask you this, Tony. If he didn't have the name DeVito, where everybody can make fun of Tommy DeVito, Danny DeVito, would he be nearly as... Uh, this is very poorly worded, but would he be made fun of the way he is now with, oh, here comes Tommy DeVito? 
Well, you know, and I resent the anti-Italian sentiment going on around the National my, Football I, League. Tony, Tony, my mother was born in Montanera Doma, Italy. I did not know that, I'm babe. For, I, I am all for the Italian. Yeah, my, I'm half Italian. She was born in Italy. Came over when uh, Mussolini came into power. My mom the Rose same Island. way. Same way. Yeah, yeah. Old school. No, I, I'm I kidding. I mean, Tommy DeVito, you saw him, though, babe. I mean, they put him in the game. And he didn't throw a pass because they were worried. And the Dallas Cowboys with Micah Parsons and those guys, they got to be licking their chops about facing. And again, it's a divisional game. Is there anyone oh, yeah. on earth who thinks that the New York Giants are going to go down there into Jerry's joint and find a way to compete against the Dallas Cowboys? Or will the Dallas Cowboys, you know, be let down after? I mean, there's no way you, you, ha- you can lose to the, to, the, to the Giants when you have the easy part of your schedule right now before it gets hard toward the end. No, I, I mean, and the Giants are just, you, you've seen them. We've yeah. all seen them. That's a terrible football team. And I wouldn't care who was, I don't care if Phil Sims was in his prime, he, he would struggle with that football team right now. So I, I, in a way, I feel sorry for Tommy DeVito because here it is, you get your opportunity, right? You get a chance. And it's funny because while you're a rookie, you're really building for this from the time you're about 10 years old, right? And he's 25 now because he went to, Six years. He had six years of college with the COVID year. But you, you've been he's 15 years dreaming about this opportunity. Yeah, I'm not knocking and the kid. I mean, it's the people who are anti-Italian. And I, I think we should have a protest march outside of Texas Stadium or whatever it's called now. I mean, Jerry's AT&T Stadium. I, I want to show up before the game and protest all of the anti-Italian people in the Metroplex. And I know there are a lot of them down there, babe. And I want to stand up for these people. Tony, you don't think the dearly departed Rosina Rossi, my mother, would have been right there in that line? Absolutely. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> but, you know, the other crazy thing, uh, DeVito will be the 10th rookie quarterback yep. to start a game this year. It's never happened. So you have all these guys. And quite honestly, when, when you're a guy like Tommy DeVito, and I don't mean him, I just mean anybody in that position. Yep. He didn't get the rep. He didn't get the reps <laughs> through the – through the preseason, through off season, through the start of this season, I mean, all of a sudden you get thrown in there, and not only are you a rookie, but you haven't had you haven't had the reps to get you ready to play the game. I mean, you get him this week, but I mean, he's got two days of practice to say, okay, now he's ready. Uh, so that that becomes a really difficult thing as well. It's not like you drafted, and and even that we see, hey, we see Bryce Young struggling, right? And he was a starter basically from day one. But it's not like you drafted and they say, here's our guy, and everything is geared to you. All of a sudden, here comes Tommy DeVito, and you're trying to, you know, if you're Brian Dable, trying to figure out, hey, what do, what do we do? What can this guy do? What do we stay away from? So there's going to be some learning for him, uh, obviously, and not not a good environment to come into. The Cowboys no. have won 11 straight at, at AT&T Stadium. They've been really tough at home. Absolutely. No, and, and they're a great team. And all the people, you know, arguing about, well, you know, the, I mean, obviously the Eagles couldn't run the football once Dallas Goddard got hurt, and that was that was huge because normally when they have a lead, especially at home, you know, they're able to wind down the clock. But I don't think they got a first down after the injury to Dallas Goddard, which really hurt their offense because he's the guy, not just a tush push, but he's out there blocking. He's a good, you know, you know all the great tight ends the Cowboys have had, safety valve guys. And he was a big weapon for them. So that's a huge loss for them. And we'll see how it plays out after the bye week. But that law, that's a big, big loss on a team that has great receivers. But the Cowboys knew that. 
And, you know, the Dak Prescott comments and, oh, Dak, you know, listen, Dak's a good quarterback. He's a very good quarterback. But you know in Dallas, when you're the starting quarterback with the Cowboys, you know, you live up to a different standard. The pressure's on. And so the same people who are now saying that Dak Prescott is better than Jalen Hurts statistically are the same people who will call for Dak Prescott to not be the quarterback when he has a bad game. That's how fans work, <laughs> right? You know that. Oh, well, I, I thought he played great. He honestly, did. Against Philadelphia. Um, you know, if you told me at the start of the game, here, here's the situation. Cowboys going to have the ball first and five at the six-yard line in Philadelphia. First down, they're going to have four shots in the end zone with 27 seconds left. I think as a Cowboy fan, you would have said, I'll take that. I'll take that. And that's where they were. Unfortunately, on third down, with five seconds left, they're throwing the, trying to throw the ball in from the 27. They just they move backward. But, yeah, no question they can compete with Philly. And when they when they have the rematch, Tony, uh, which will be December 10th at AT&T Stadium, Sunday Night Football, yep. undoubtedly be the highest-rated game of the season. Absolutely. Uh, you know, they'll have played Thursday night the previous week. So they'll have 10 days, yep. and Philly will be coming off a game with San Francisco, and uh, those are always physical games, as you know. They're all physical in the NFL, but San Francisco, they, they really beat teams up by the time they, they leave town. So No, you're absolutely be, right, Cowboys babe. And, that's, bit and you look at both of these teams, I mean, you know, they play the same schedule, but down the stretch, you know, the Eagles have a, a murderous role coming up in their next five games, not just four. Oh. They got Seattle, too, in the mix. So both teams no, – yeah. both teams. You know, all the teams in the NFC play the same schedule uh, out of conference, but the Eagles get the Niners at home. Then they got to go to Seattle. So you know the schedules. I mean, they're both tough. And the oh, Eagles and Cowboys. Kansas City. Can- that's Kansas City night. coming off their bye. And Andy Reid's never lost to them. So this is going to be an interesting down-the-stretch move. And even though the Cowboys are 5-3, and three, I mean, they've got some winnable games coming up. And then they got a tough stretch down the, down the stretch, too. So that's yeah. what's going to be fun about this. At least we're going to have games – Going into November, December, you know, Thanksgiving Day, and all the other stuff that that's going to be excitement every single weekend, man. Absolutely, because after Philadelphia comes to Dallas or Arlington on December tenth, then the Cowboys travel to Buffalo, to Miami, and then home against Detroit. So the the, the kind of the schedules kind of flip. Philly's going to have that tough schedule when they come back from the bye. Cowboys have three relatively easy games. And then it flips around, and the Cowboys yeah. have have the tough schedule uh, after Philly. Now, Cowboys should be eight and three after this stretch if they beat win the win the so. games yep. that they're supposed to win, and that's how it works. You win the games yep. you're supposed to. Like the Eagles weren't supposed to lose to the Jets, but they did. So, by the way, I got I got to give you some special love here, man, because I, I know oh. I know your career in, in Dallas. I know you grew up in Burbank and went to Stanford, and that's why you're a smart guy, you know. But what you went through was the <laughs> loss of your son. And I've been following uh, that, and that's uh, you know to do that to lose a child has to be the hardest thing for any parent. And what you went through with your son is just a is an amazing, amazing journey. And and all the work that you've done with with talking about it and having people realize how important all of this stuff is when all is said and done, we're talking about sports, not oh, real life. Yeah. yeah it uh, so. For, for for the uninitiated, not that everybody knows the story, but yeah, my son Luke had uh, a very rare form of cancer, diagnosed at 19. Uh, we thought we beat it, and uh, the odds were against him initially, but he beat it. He was back. He went from 240 pounds and playing tight end uh, 
to 150 pounds, if you can imagine what that would look like, and then built his body back up, got back, was playing at UTEP uh, in spring ball, and then the uh, the cancer came back on him. So, but uh, yeah, it's funny, Tony, because uh, and we we don't need to spend the whole show on it, but uh, uh, you always read that it was the worst thing in the world, and inherently you knew if I ever lose a child, boy, that that'd be the worst thing in the world, and then it happens. And it's a hundred times worse, hundred times worse than anything I could have imagined. But if I may say this about Philadelphia and why I have a fondness for Philly now, Tony. But thank you very much for because hey, the the ancient Egyptians believed that if you said a man's name, he is still alive. Exactly. So some people are afraid to come up and they mention something. And I start crying and they say, "Oh, I'm sorry." And I said, "No, no, no. It's not like I forgot I lost a child. Don't worry." Uh, Howie Roseman sent me a card after Luke passed, and I didn't know Howie. Uh, you know, knew who he was, obviously, and. I guess he knew who I was, but, uh, you know, that, that, that showed me a little something that he would take the time out. It was during the season. My, my son passed August 22nd. All of a sudden I get a, a note from Harry Roseman just expressing his condolences. And, uh, I just thought that was a really class act move on his part. So, so Howie is always okay in my book. <laughs> Babe, I actually have a question for those. Um, what kind of cancer was this? Well, he had something called Burkitt leukemia or Burkitt lymphoma and uh, lymphoma, excuse me. And it's a, it's a very rare, there's about 3000 cases diagnosed wow. a year and it's very, very aggressive. Um, he was losing basically five pounds a day. It was, a, it, but it was incredible the what he did and the fight that he had. And I will send you, did you ever see uh, coach Garrett's press conference, Tony, by chance after Luke passed? No, I did not. No. And I'd love to see I, it. I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah, I'm gonna, I'll just send it to you. I've got Robin's cell there, and yes, you won't give me do. yours. Wait a minute. You have my cell. You don't even follow me on social <laughs> media, for God's sake. I'll, I will send you Tony's uh, cell phone number so that you have it as well. But um, okay, we'll, and, and condolences we'll from my from me as well. And, and I think you are absolutely right. I think so many people are afraid of death that when they find out something happened to somebody or somebody lost something, they're afraid. They're afraid to yeah. have it touch them somehow, or they don't know how to deal with it. And the nicest thing that you can do if somebody is grieving is just to say, hey, I'm, I care. And and yeah. sorry for your I, loss, I have so. one friend. I'm, I'm sorry. And I have one friend, um, and she just texts me and will say, thinking about you. And there's a great book. If anyone else out there has lost a child or someone close to them, and I guess we've all lost people close to us, but it's called There Are No Words, and there truly are no words. And everybody, they want to say the right thing. And there, there's no right word to say that's going to make it all better. Uh, so, and you're exactly right. They're afraid to say the wrong thing. Um, so and, they and there's say just, nothing at all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, which I totally understand. I don't know. I, I, I never had anyone that I knew lose a child. Uh, anyone close to me lose a child, mm -hmm. but I, I probably would have been the same. I'd have been, oh boy, I don't want to bring this up, you know, make yeah. them sad. But but then you realize, having gone through it, I always tell people, don't worry, it's not like I forgot what happened. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So anyway, I appreciate it though. Well, thank you, babe. Appreciate you coming on, man. You know, you've always been good to me. You know, I've come to Dallas many, many times back in the day when I was in WIP, and we come in there, and you know, and. uh and uh, the great radio people down there on the stations, on the flagships, going into Plano, coming down there a week before Cowboys, Eagles in, in Dallas. A lot of fun, having fun. Because, you know, the fans, 
they love to be entertained. And when we were doing stuff, smashing pumpkins in Plano at a oh. big sports bar <laughs> at seven o'clock in the morning, <laughs> it was always fun, man. It was always a great trip. And, and then, you know, and, and it's about rivalries and that's what it's all about, you know, and, and that's what it's meant to make what we do fun. You know, we're not, we're not curing that's- cancer. We're not fixing the world's problems. We're, we're being entertained by great athletes who go out there and wear a jersey with the teams that we like, and we root for them, and then we feel better about ourselves somehow. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, it's, I, love, I, love, I love competition, and, and the fans love the competition, and uh, it's great. I just, I just hope you know, that everybody keeps it above board, right? Exactly. I, I, I get disappointed when, again, you know, people are throwing snowballs at you, Tony. When you, yeah, but that was how many years ago was that? That's what that was Jimmy Johnson and Buddy Ryan era. Come on, man. <laughs> how much fun was that era? How much fun were those? No fun. Tete a tets. <laughs> well, what was funny, Tony? So I that, that snowball game, the famous or infamous snowball game in Philly. I'm on the. I'm. You know, so I'm signaling in the plays. They didn't have the speaker deal. So I am tethered. Now they have wireless. That's right. right. Back then you had a cord and I was tethered to Jimmy Johnson. I had, I had 15 feet and they were all, all the fans were trying to, in Philly, were trying to hit Jimmy with the snowballs. They didn't care about me. But when you're 200 feet away and maybe had a couple of beers and you're throwing a snowball, <laughs> I mean, like it's not a precision guided missile. You know, I was getting friendly fire. So as Jimmy, as Jimmy would pace up and down the sideline, Everybody was just trying to step away because it was it was nonstop. It was all game. Everybody's just backing away, trying to not get hit. I think that was the game that instituted putting up the those uh, those ba- balcony, not balcony things, those covers yeah. where the players run in and out of the tunnel so they can yeah. get in, yeah. they can get undercover faster. So that's one thing that the Buddy Ryan uh, Jimmy Johnson era brought. Uh, uh, Jimmy, the Jimmy Johnson and uh, Buddy Ryan era brought to help the safety of players getting the hell off the field. In cold weather climates. Now I got domes. We don't have to worry about it that much. Sure. Usually when you talk about player safety, it's like a rule change so that they can't block these when he's being engaged by another blocker. But this one was to keep people from getting hit in the head by snowballs. Exactly right. <laughs> I, I have one uh, more thing to say to you, babe. That's um, I yes. have only met one other person that I've known personally in my life named Babe. And I don't know oh. if anybody else has said this to you. But there is something like your name itself just brings a smile to your face. Like if if huh. if when you when you go to say hi to you, hi babe, hey babe, how you doing? Right. It just it just makes you happy. So although some people are offended, if I call a woman babe, I usually get called babe in a diner. You know, when you go into a diner and you get one of those old school waitresses, <laughs> right. oh, yeah. what do you have in hun, yeah, sure. babe? You know yeah. that that offends yeah. some people. When somebody calls me babe or hun, I mean I'm flattered. Well, I tell you what, if I go into a, this is a true story now, if I go into a place, let's just say a Starbucks where they take your name and then they're going to call your name, right? Uh-huh. I give them Brandon. I give them Brandon, which is my real name, which no one calls me that. Okay. But that's my real name. And because. Do you say, do people say, say, let's go you know, Brandon to you though, at least when you go into a Starbucks? Well, I've gotten, yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, I've gotten a little of that. But when they say, when they say, you know, a latte for babe. All, all the guys look and say, oh, who's the hot chick? And then it's this old bearded guy, and they're so disappointed. They are so disappointed. So I can just go with my real name. Man, you know what? Maybe I'll, maybe I'll go with Tony. Maybe yeah. I'll go with Tony. For yeah, me. no, Tony. No, Babe's a great name, though. You know, the, the, you know again, you yeah. have Babe Ruth. Yeah. And then you had Babe oh, yeah. Dietrich. Uh, 
What's her name? The the Dave great, Dietrichson yeah, Zaharias. Yeah, is yeah. Zaharias? That's right. Yeah. And then of course you, you have, have Babe the Pirelli. Do you remember Babe Pirelli? Babe Pirelli. Flash. Absolutely. And then of course you yeah. had Babe, the great pig movie. Remember? Yeah. Wasn't Babe? I mean, who didn't yeah. cry when they watched Babe? Oh, that's a fantastic movie. Babe or well, Bambi? You know the... ba- babe or Bambi? Which is your favorite sad movie? Although they're changing the Bambi movie. <laughs> well, Babe doesn't die in the movie though. Well, yeah. neither does Bambi. How about but... Old Yeller? Oh. Tony, how about Old Yeller? If yeah. you want to go way back, if you talk sad. Come on, man. You're way, we're, uh, I'm, I'm older than you, babe, and you're still dropping old school stuff <laughs> on me, man. <laughs> I had older brothers. I had older brothers and sisters. That's why I, was I know that this is not, if, if you're talking about movies that made me cry as a kid the most, like where I was just blubbering like a baby, was um, the Champ. Oh, yeah. Champ! Oh my oh, God! Champ. I could not. Yeah, I, could, was, I was hiccuping. I was crying so bad. That Jeez. was a tough one, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, babe, it's like so great. I'm, I'm glad we got you got back to us, and I knew you would. We haven't talked in a long time, and it's always fun. And Cowboys Dallas week, Phillies and Cowboys, well, and that one coming up is going to be a classic on Sunday Night Football. You're right. The ratings will be through the. That'll be uh, the highest rated game of the year, without any question. Yeah. Well, Tony, let's talk that week. All right, we'll do it. Number. Absolutely, we okay. got to get you on. But you know, Michael, I keep calling Michael Irvin, and you know, he's always he's flying out to L.A. to do NFL Network. Actually, he answered the phone the other day. Tony calls him. He answers the phone while he's on the set live with um oh. on on the FS1 with Skip, with, with Skip, Skip Bayless. Bayless, and so and he he leaves the phone on on the desk. Obviously, so I'm so saying, well, good because Michael, that means he's going to pick up the phone because he put it down on the set so it wouldn't ring while he's on the air. And then I didn't realize he got. I, I left him a message. Because you can never get, because his phone's always full. Yeah. So to get Michael, yeah. he's got to be there right at the time. So then I didn't realize it. I didn't check my phone. He got back to me. He says, hey, I'll get back to you, bud, when, we get, when I get back to Dallas later tonight. And then when I tried to call him, you know, his phone's out. His, his mailbox is full. <laughs> but he's always been a great friend. I, I Michael's always been a great friend. And I know a lot of people, you know, gave him a lot of crap. But Michael Irvin's one of the, not only one of the greatest players but he's also become a great friend and a guy that I would do anything for. He's just a great man. There we go. Would you say that about me? Well, we haven't gone out and partied, you know what I mean? So I, you know, I mean, I've been with Michael at Super you. Bowls. And you know, you don't show up, as, I don't uh, see you at the Super Bowls. Then again, I haven't well, seen the Cowboys so at the Super Bowl since 1996 in Arizona so, when I was there. Well, there you, there you go. There's conditions okay, on this so, friendship, Tony? That's just an outrage. Tony, do you have a, do you have, do I have 60 seconds? Absolutely. You can have all the time in the world, man. Okay. That's what's great about having no. your own network. That's why I made the Tony Bruno Sports Network it. come to life. You know what I'm saying? I love it. No, Nobody's telling you break. Break. No, nobody's saying, Get out. Oh, come, come on, man. What are you doing? What are you talking about personal stuff for? This is a sports <laughs> show. We're okay. talking to Babe Laufenberg I, here. I love it. I love it. Okay, so I always say there's like five people in my life that I know I could say, hey, I'm in, I'm in a jail in Omaha, and I know that they will say, I'm already in my car and calling an attorney there as soon as you know, I'm, I'm already, I'm already on the road, right? There's five people in your life that, you know, you can kind of count on, or mm-hmm. you hope you can. So I was talking to Lee Corso, Lee Corso coach. I, would, I was at Stanford for a year and then John Elway came the next year. And I always say, if I was smart enough to get into Stanford, I was smart enough to know when to leave. But when Elway showed up, I said, okay, this doesn't look good for the Bambino. <laughs> <laughs> so I, 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 I played for coach Corso at Indiana. And so we, we talk probably every two weeks. So one day I'm talking to him and I said, 
told him the story. And I said, coach, you know what I say? I got five people I can count on. I can say, I'm in jail in Omaha. And they'll tell me, hey, I'm in the car and I'm on my way. So let me, oh, coach, let me answer this. I said, can I count on you as number six? And with a little bit of uh, expletive thrown in there, he said, I ain't driving to Omaha from Orlando, sweetheart. <laughs> so, so, and he lives in Orlando, you know. So, so I said, well, you know what, coach? I said, coach, I appreciate your honesty because some people would say, oh, yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there. And then when push comes to shove, they, they, they let you down. Yeah. So I said, at least I know ahead of time, if I get one phone call, don't use it on Coach Corso. <laughs> a great man who so I got Tony, to work with at ESPN, and he's still he's 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 like he's, he's like Beano Cook. These guys are legends, yes. and we'll never see the likes of them again. He's still going. He is. He's amazing. Eighty-eight and still going. And I really do believe that you know college football was always popular. It's going to be popular, but I really think that he and that show kind of helped popularize college football, kind of to the level that it is today. I really believe. No doubt about it. And I, when I was at ESPN and he was there, ESPN management back in the days, they didn't want to take shows outside of the studio. And so when people were saying, you know, we got to have, we have, kind of have controlled environment. You know, this is before remotes were everywhere. We wanted to make sure that right. nothing could go wrong. So they did all those right. shows in the studio. But once they went out and did that first game day show, they saw it was yeah. an absolute super hit. And now everybody's doing live events Fox College game, you know, follows Saturday. And it, you're right. I mean, it's all over. Tim Tim Brando came on the other day. He's doing Pac-12 after dark, which I said was pretty good. Yeah. You need a smoking jacket like, like Hef used to have. You know, you do Pac-12 <laughs> after dark. You come out with a smoking jacket, you know, and a nice little glass of uh, bourbon or something on with ice. And you hear the ice rattling like a, in the, like in the in glass. Like in a snifter? You, no, you don't, have, uh, you don't have it in a snifter. You have to have a nice little, uh, what, kind of, what kind of glass would you use, uh, babe? Well, like a, a highball. Yeah, a highball like glass. glass. Yeah. yeah, like Jerry used to do yeah, when we were. I remember the greatest Jerry Johnson, Jerry Jones story, Atlantis, a, a, a Super Bowl in in Phoenix when the Cowboys won. They announced that they're yeah, closing the, the bars. You remember that? They're closing the bars at ten o'clock on a Friday night of Super Bowl weekend. And Jerry went absolutely apeshit. What are you talking about? It's Super Bowl week. We're in a bar in Arizona, and they're shutting it down. And then that's that. Did he that, buy the bar? He bought the bar, and then he turned it over <laughs> and he traded it for five number one draft picks and got Herschel Walker, I think, or something like that. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, some people buy a round of drinks for the bar. He just bought the bar. <laughs> exactly. He said, no, you don't understand. And and the first thing he did, the first thing he did, Tony was fire the bartender that said we're closing. Exactly right. <laughs> Most likely. He said, you mean to tell me there are people coming in there ready to spend money, and you're saying no, get out. That's exactly. That's and they not changed business. They, he changed the rules in, in Arizona. He made them change the rules <laughs> because he understands. You can hate Jerry Jones all you want. Nobody cares more about his team, even though he micromanages to a certain extent, but nobody cares more about his team or the game than Jerry Jones. Uh, hopefully he gets another Super Bowl, you know, be, you know, he's 81, 82 now. So well, at least he can run for president. I mean, he's qualified for that. I mean, you got to be, <laughs> Oh, there we go. You yeah. got, if you're yeah. 81 and, and above, think, you're, 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 you got, you got to go to the white chicken house for president. <laughs> I love it. Hey, as we all know, no one gets out alive, but I, something tells me the Cowboys owner thinks some way, somehow he's going to beat that. Uh, you know what? They got a shot. I mean, how many people will pick the Cowboys? The Cowboys are not some secret. 
most of the bookies, most of the people who are looking at Super Bowl uh, odds in the beginning, everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people are saying the Cowboys are going to be the team to beat. And they may at the end of this. And that's what's great about it. We're at the halfway point, a lot of football to go. But, babe, I got to thank you, man. Really, really appreciate you coming on and giving us all this time because, you know, you go on most radio shows, they give you like five minutes. Oh, we got to go to break. I got, I got a heart out here. We don't play that on this show, <laughs> well, babe. Well, I'll be honest with you, Tony. Usually I go on and say, hey, do you have 10 minutes? And then about five minutes in, they're bored and say, okay, well, that, that babe, you have a good day. You know? No, so when I Phil Sims used to come around. on with me on my, you know, when I was at Fox <laughs> or ESPN, he said, wait a minute, I need another segment. You know, Phil Sims oh, doesn't want right. to come on and do five minutes and then get run. He's got lots of things that's to right. say. Just yeah, like you I do, babe. Them. Well, as as Tony says, hey. he doesn't have an interview. He has a conversation. That's what these are. These aren't interviews. Oh, I don't yeah. have one note Beautiful. written down for you because I don't need and a note. I don't need a prepared statement oh, to funny. read. That's funny. Okay, one thing you got to always, whenever you talk Phil Sims, and I was mm-hmm. just having this conversation with a football person. Right. 22 or 25 in the Super Bowl I know. in a time when you weren't in a time when you weren't throwing bubble screens, 22 exactly. or 25. I know in a Super Bowl and the ball was going down the field. Exactly right. No, I love Phil Sims because, you know, he's another guy who speaks what's what's on his mind. I've been trying to get him on because I want to talk Giants with him. And he, he always gets back to me. So I'll get back to you. No, I think I think he's coming on tomorrow. Is he coming on tomorrow? Well, he said he was going to text me back. <laughs> and that I needed to remind him. No, Phil's him great. Phil is great. He's one of my favorite I, people, too. We've gone me, back and forth for decades. He told me to pencil him in for tomorrow. Pencil him in. For <laughs> <tomorrow>. <laughs> I'm penciling you in for Not the next Dallas week. week coming up on December 10th, a date that will okay. live in infamy. Babe Laufenberg, ladies. Let me give you a roaring. Let me give you twenty-five. Let me give you a roaring round of applause. First of all, and I won't even play Jimmy Johnson screaming. How about them Cowboys? Uh, There we go. And but hey, when Phil comes on, so I did Bill Parcells' show here, TV show for four years, right? We developed a a good relationship for whatever reason. You know, he he didn't like a lot of people, but he liked me for whatever reason, and. Anytime I would say, talk about Phil, not on the air. I mean, we he'd come into the room, we'd BS for thirty minutes, and oh, then yeah. he'd say, "Hey, come on, let's go. I got a lot on my plate." But I'm like, Coach, whenever you, you know, it was like one of those. Uh, I'm not the one talking. <laughs> so long and short, if I ever said Phil's name, he would always say, "No, no, you must say the great Phil Sims." I mean, he did it sarcastic. Yeah, you know, no, nah, Phil's great. great. Phil he Sims. is, and you're right. He'll he'll so, talk. And he does, and that's what that's what's great about having my own show now and my own network with my name on it. I can do whatever the hell I want. You know, we're like Jack FM or all these other shows where ev- all the DJs are now voice tracked. They're not in not in the building. Right. This is still live right. spoken word, and there's no way AI is going to take this out of my cold dead hands or something like that. <laughs> uh, meet the pa- or meet the parents, right? Or meet the fuckers. Yeah, no, no, no. That was uh, that was uh, what's his name with the luggage. With the luggage. Ben you said Stiller. it there, but they, that was... have to pry this from... My cold, dead hands. No, that was... What's his name? Uh, the guy who was the head of the NRA, and he held the rifle up uh, at the... Uh, the oh, former actor, Charlton okay. Heston. Charlton Heston oh, said that Charlton they have to pry Heston. this from my cold, dead hands. And then he went on the mountaintops and uh, broke the uh, commandments. Part of the Red Sea or something. Yeah, all the yeah. Ten Commandments and turned water into <laughs> wine and all that other good... I wish I could do that, but hey... I'm not that good. <laughs> babe Laufenberg, thanks a lot, babe. Appreciate Bye, your time, brother. Thank you, Tony. Bye, Robin. Bye, babe. The great Babe Laufenberg. Let's put your hands together one more time.
Oh, we got a young man coming into the studio, so watch your mouth. Listening to Tony Bruno Sports Network. Tony didn't invent sports radio, he perfected it. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply step into the world of power loyalty and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Huh? Where'd you get jock jams, Robin? Is that what you're playing? <laughs> no, this is called football stadium songs. It's a whole list of them, so I don't have to search for really active, high energy music. It's awesome. Of course, Linda Cohn. She has her own theme song, which she yeah. joins us next hour. I did find one specifically just for her. Love me some Linda Cohn. We'll talk some hockey. We'll talk other important stuff because that's what it's all about on this show. And yes, the actual retail price. It's a. I feel. I feel. Thanksgiving will now be made for me thanks to this great check that I received from Walt Disney and, of course, uh, the After Retirement Fund. Mm-hmm. I'm vested, and so what if I had to pay? Uh, how much? In, how much did I say in t- taxes? We got to. We have to post this, Robin, because I want people to see this. Okay. But first, I have to send John a congratulations. John is the winner. He nailed it. Twenty-two cents, the actual retail I mean, they, price. Everybody was dancing around twenty-two cents. It was amazing. It's like when you get those scratch-offs and you get the top numbers, and you're looking for a twenty-three and a twenty-four. And as soon as you see numbers adjacent to them, you know you're not going to get that one number. Why? That's what it was like. It says fail to send message. What the hell? Failure to communicate. <clears throat> Meanwhile, as I mentioned. 
35 cents in residuals, but then after taxes, 22 cents. And the stamp costs 53 cents. And we wonder why the world is messed up and the Disney Corporation is messed up and their stocks are diving because of what they have to do to pay me for my services. What are we going to get for 22 cents, Robin? What do you think we can get right now? Um, actually, you can't get anything. You can't get a stamp for 22 cents anymore. You can't get... Yeah, what's a stamp going for these days? The forever stamps, because that's what you got to buy. You know, because the postal rates go up like every 10 minutes. You know what I'm saying? I... People were guessing on Twitter, too. You can follow me on X, Twitter, whatever you want to call it. It's at Tony Bruno Nation, because my original account was scrubbed, not by Jack, the original guy, but by the people that, that were working for Elon Musk. And I'm not an Elon Musk basher. The guy's amazing. I mean, the stuff that he's done. But the bottom line is, I lost 80,000 followers, Robin. And that could be another protest. The next time we go to San Francisco and venture on the Market Street. But he's leaving there, right? He's getting out of that building. He's getting out of San Francisco. So we're going to have to go to Texas and find out where Twitter's new or Did you see who also left California and is moving to Florida? Yes, I do know this this answer, but I can't remember. It's Jeff Bezos. Yeah, Jeff Bezos. Amazon is leaving. Well, Amazon's not leaving. He's just buying a bigger house right, down right, right. here. But you but know, he, listen, he Jeff a, Bezos can buy a house in every major vacation destination on Earth, and it's not going to make a dent in what uh, in what he makes and what he spends. But why would why would he do that? Why would he leave California? Because they're taking too many taxes. Out. <laughs> exactly. That's why. Hello. I mean, when, you have, when you're making a billion dollars a year or whatever it is, you don't want to give them several million dollars in taxes. I'm sure he has loopholes, but no taxes are still better than Yeah, and taxes. again, the good thing about this uh, 22-cent check, 35 gross, 22 after taxes, I will not be taxed by the state of Florida. That's going to save me upwards of two to three cents that I can now invest and buy crypto, and maybe Sam Bankman-Fried in prison can send me some tips uh, after he spends a couple of hours with his nasty girlfriend behind bars. John, um, for whatever reason, I am trying on three different devices to reply to your text um, on the Textoso line, and it's not working. So just but send now me- you're ripping off Petros and money. Now we got to give them. You got to give. You know when I'll you use somebody credit. else's stick and. Petros and Money out in L.A. You know on well, AM 570, KLAC, yes. they call it the text, secret textoso Which I, line. I do love, and I love saying it, but you're right. We shouldn't, we could use it, but we definitely need to give them credit for it, but we exactly. should have our own. So I know that there are a lot of people that are, want the return of the strapper line. Yeah, the strapper line is something that no one else has. And that's definitely We invented yours. the strapper line but and we that, perfected it. Could we have the strapper text line? Or is that more of a, like, leaving a voicemail kind of thing? I think the strapper line has to be somebody that can talk into the phone and be on a recorded device. Okay. Because that gets played back. And that's still- reading Reading text based on strappers, it doesn't translate. No, it doesn't. The strappers have to be able to emote. They do. And give you the real guttural yes. feeling of being a strapper. You're right, you're right. Or they, they don't even have to be a strapper themselves. They can call out strappers. 
Well, maybe we should leave the text line nameless until somebody sponsors it, and then it could be their name. We can get a belt company oh. and have the strapper line. Well, but that's for the voicemail. Yeah, but I'm saying anything. Okay. I mean, who Sansa belts? No, the Sansa belt means you don't have belts in the Makes past. Sense. Those are stretchy ones. Now, so just really quick again, John, if you're listening, you won because you. Where's John? There's a lot of Johns out there, it's, Robin. It's John from uh, John Robinson from Delco. Delco, that's Delaware text, County, Pennsylvania. Please text to the same number your address. For some reason, it's not allowing me to reply. It's an I don't know why, and it is a total outrage. Well, the voting machines were down all over Pennsylvania yesterday. Maybe the uh, oh, internet maybe. and the emails are going down too. It's very annoying, whatever it is. But it's an outrage, it is, is what an it outrage. is. You know what I'm saying? Even AI agrees. Um, I hear you exactly. Now uh, I have this is Blind Mike checking in. Oh, we missed Blind, Blind Mike. Blind Mike, he said, "Hey, what's up, Miss Robin and Tony? Blind Mike checking in. Thank God for this network. I just found this on my app store, and it's awesome. Thank you, everybody. I'm really, back tell your home friends. In Philly, and it's awesome. I finally got home, and it's great to hear you guys. So, Blind Mike, Blind one of Mike, our old school, you. long time. Yes. Uh, how about Babe Laufenberg? I haven't talked to Babe Laufenberg in a long time, and you could tell. I, I told you this before." Troy Aikman, Michael Irvin, all those guys on the Cowboys used to listen to me on radio. Yeah. And so Babe Laufenberg starts off our conversation by saying, what up, Jose from Norristown? <laughs> no, that's amazing. I mean, if, if that doesn't tell you that the guy <laughs> listens to the show, yeah, that's absolutely Babe amazing. Laufenberg even knows Jose from Norristown. Well, you know, he's a smart man. He's he is. And man. let's be honest, like, Jose is a, is a legend on this uh in this program. You know what I'm saying? Um, this is from AJ in San Antonio. If the strapper line comes back, rip Andrew Thursdays are a must. Yeah, I mean, you know, I tried to get Andrew on the show, on the show and he hasn't responded to me. So, well, maybe we should rip him without him being You know, here. yeah, I'm going to have to do it. It's not my style, by the way. <laughs> not my style at all, as you know. But how about Jose getting a shout out today? That's, that's pretty darn cool. That's the power of the Tony Bruno Network. You know what I'm saying? Now, there are a bunch of other people, because once they were dancing around the 22 cents, yes. you know, they were saying 23, 24, <laughs> 21, 25, 20. Um, once uh, everybody figured out which number was left over, um, there were several in a row, but John was the first person exactly. who guessed 22 cents. Um, but I want to acknowledge the other people, Tony from Warminster, mm -hmm. um, uh, Swedish Chef. There was a bunch of people that all got it in immediately after, but John was the first. That's right. Well, Luigi was the first, but well, then yes. he, yeah. he, uh, he, he, what he, 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 he didn't reclaim his time. He said, "Donate it." But we have we have hats. So when we get swag here, you know, and, and with Christmas coming up, I think we may have to have a visit from Santa Tony, Tony Claus. Oh. One of those great legendary figures from back in the day. You, you know, know what I'm saying? I think Tony Claus has been the long-term fave of all the fans. Yes. But. Robin's Box. Robin's Box. Robin's Box is probably going to make another, because we've got like a thousand boxes still in our, yes. in our storage unit, in our garage, in our back bedroom. But We're going to we, have to go through the box, Robin, because you know what people always want to know? You know what they want to know, Robin. What? What's the number one question? Or one of the main questions on what's this program. What's in the box? Exactly right. What is in? Yes. Well, the the, the what's box. In, the what's in the box segment we will reinstate, and that's for you guys sending us stuff. It's a so, holiday tradition, unlike any other. But it's not just a no. It's just that's a year long thing, and um, I will be posting our Amazon wish list. If anybody wants to look on there, I'll I'll figure that out. 
it's, it's on my list of things to do. But um, so we'll have if whenever anybody or anybody sends us something or if we get some swag or whatever we and we're opening a box, we have a what's in the box segment. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we do right around Christmas. We have the Tony Claus. And it's it's Tony's bag and Robin's box. Exactly, because I got the bag, Robin's got the box. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Goodness gracious! Yes, exactly. And for those of you who are wondering, what the hell are we talking about? The best Christmas, pre-Christmas show. It was a remote at the... Um, Moonshine. It was Moonshine in South Philly. And I was dressed up as Santa for the young was, kids yes. because you know they couldn't find Santa. And I was lean, so I had to get a pillow and the whole bit. And, and then, for all you children out there, I was just I was just like Santa's helper. I wasn't the real Santa yes. Claus. You know what I'm saying? And then and then we had we we did do giveaways with all sorts of stuff that we had been collecting over the years of swag and different. And then uh, Robin's box had some extra special because some yes. of the swag that we had collected over the years, and they were still in their original packaging. I want to make that very very clear. They were not used. They were not used. They were not. Uh, you know, we didn't have to put them in sanitizer. <laughs> no. They were still sealed in their. They were factory fresh. Yes, um, <laughs> but they've just been sitting in a in a box for a long time. When we worked in LA, um, Vivid was one of the one of the contributors of the Tony Bruno the show. The great Vivid on, video, yeah. yes. And so we had um, adult entertainment that. Uh, we had a lot of it for some reason. Because yes, they we would, did. Every time they would come into the studio, they would bring all sorts of stuff. And it was collecting, and uh, we decided to get rid of it, and that's how Robin's Box started. Exactly right. Now, do we have any other uh, trinkets and things of that nature that we no, can... No, uh, Robin's Box is empty. It's gone. <laughs> it's empty. Just like that. But we can fill it up again. How are we going to do that? I don't know. <laughs> it might not be We're not going thing. to thrift stores, no. Robin, where they no. sell human skulls no, 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 here no. in Fort Myers, no. Florida. We we might we might not be um, filling it up with adult entertainment, it, but we'll have time. we'll figure out something. By the way, John Morosi uh, works for the MLB Network. He's now saying that the Phillies are interested in Sonny Gray. You know, we're talking about the Aaron Nola, whether he's going to stay or go, and the Phillies want to keep Aaron Nola. It all depends on how much he he wants and how much he'll get. But the interesting Sonny Gray story here is that the Phillies pitching coach Caleb Kotham is a former college teammate of the Phillies pitching coach and Sonny Gray. They worked together while Kotham was with uh, the Cincinnati Reds. So there's your combination. Sonny Gray, pitching coach Kotham, Caleb Kotham, former college teammates. And that's why there's a connection back to the Cincinnati Reds and the Phillies of interest in Sonny Gray because the pitching coach and Sonny Gray work together. You following me right now, Robin? I am. It's always about connecting the dots on this show. Yes, I'm drawing myself a little picture in my head. You got it right now? Yes. Meanwhile, Justin Fields is now doubtful for the Thursday night football game tomorrow night against the Carolina Panthers. So rookie Tyler Bajant, who threw three interceptions in the loss to the Saints last week, will apparently be barking the signals again for your Chicagoland area Bears. And as uh, Adam Schefter and all the people who break down these stats, this will be 10 different rookie quarterbacks starting so far in the National Football League going into Week 10 of the season. How about that? So that's the latest on that. And 
We gave you the uh, sexiest man in America thing. At least it was a real man. You know what I mean? At least the sexiest man was not someone who wasn't really a man. You know what? That's actually a very good point, Tony Bruno. How come for the sexiest man alive, um, they're making sure that it is an actual man, whereas for Miss Universe and all this, they're allowing it not to be a real woman? Don't ask me, Robin. You're a woman. I can't speak for women. But the women who can speak for women suddenly are afraid to speak up for women, other than Riley Gaines and people who are athletes who are having their positions taken from them. All these, my body, my choice, and I can think, I don't care if you want to have an abortion. Have a hundred abortions. I don't really give a damn if you want to have an but abortion. Don't, don't make us pay for it with our taxes. Exactly. And that's, that's the problem. And now you got uh, Zelensky crying for more. Now he doesn't even just want money. He wants a loan. How about if I give you, how about, how about if I send you $10 and you get out of my face? I'll pay you tomorrow for a hamburger today. Even, even Wimpy. On the old Popeye, remember? Yep. I'd gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. You know what a hamburger today? Remember just a couple years ago, Hardy had those really juicy burgers, and they had these hot women taking a bite out of it, and it was like $6. And people Carl's were like, Jr., wow. I know. Well, Hardy's and Carl's Jr. Yes. are basically the same company. It was company. called the $6 hamburger. The $6 and burger. And people were like, oh, my God. How dare you? How but then people I- had one. They said, Wow. Now, you can't get a $6 hamburger at the cheapest joint anywhere. It's, it's insane. I still, I still, like, I used to take my two kids to either McDonald's or Burger King or something as a treat and, you know, let them each get a Happy Meal. And, and so it was a family of four. Mm-hmm. And How many, Robin? We could keep it for four people under 10 to $15. I saw a video today. Somebody took a video of a family going into McDonald's in 1990. Mm-hmm. And, they, and they, they, you can hear the, uh, the cashier taking the order from the family. Right. And they run it down. You know, a happy meal, blah, blah. They run it down. The retail, back in 1990, all the stuff that they ordered for the family came out to $10 and 30 something yep, cents. That sounds about right. Today, that's like thirty something dollars. It's, how can and like why would you, if you if you're gonna do that why would you? People can't afford that. How can you afford that? You can't. That's why you got to go to Kiev and uh, meet with Zelensky, like the Pete Buttigieg, our transportation secretary. I guess he's going over there to check the the infrastructure and the trains running in uh, Kiev. Well, he went there because actually Kiev is safer than being in Washington, D.C. right now. Did you yeah. see that guy they arrested with a yeah. with an AR-15? You notice the news didn't cover that. No, no. They didn't, they didn't cover want, that they one. They didn't want to cover guy that guy was right out in front of the Senate building with an AR-15. They missed that one, I guess, in the news. Or as MSM uh, loves to call an AR, the AK-47. Exactly right. <laughs> anyway, we're not getting into the good right, stuff. All right, all right, all right. Meanwhile, coming Meanwhile. up, the great Linda Cohn. Ladies and gentlemen... <laughs> be mucking and grinding and popping it out into the corners, eh? Hockey action, yo, as Jose would say. Miss Robbins here. Tony's here. Another hour of broadcasting excellence. Very few interruptions. As they used to say on Love Connection, we'll be back in two and two. Hope you do too. T-W-O or T-O-O or T-O. No, that's Terrell Owens. 
And that's my quarterback. That's my quarterback, man. We're coming right back. Stick around, yo. Tony Bruno Sports Network. Tony didn't invent sports radio. He perfected it. That music means one thing and one thing alone. We're going out to California, where it's still earlier in the afternoon. But I know after walking on the beach and doing her TikToks and basically owning hockey media from California, my former colleague at ESPN moved out to L.A. and is now the biggest hockey superstar in the entire (laughs) West Coast. Even she predicted that the San Jose Sharks would get their first win against the Philadelphia Flyers, and that's why we have her on. Ladies and gentlemen, the great Linda Cohn. How are you? Tony, you're, you, you have lost a beat. You're still making me crack. That might be the best intro ever in the history of best intros. Thank you for that. Well, thank you. I, I scripted it earlier today during a one-hour nap. No. Uh, you know, I speak from the heartland. You know that. I mean, but you know, no. I, I retire now. You're on. You're on TikTok. You're walking the beach. You're still doing hockey. I mean, you're a goalie. You get in the crease. You got your own podcast. You're still on ESPN. I mean, you're one of the last people at ESPN that I know. Well, first of all, our friendship is forever. Number one. Number two. Everything you just said. Uh, one fourth of it is still true. <laughs> uh, do we have to figure out which fourth? That's the game we're going to play, but maybe for another time. Okay. But, uh, you know, um, still having fun. You know what it's like, Tony. I mean, keep doing what we do because what's the alternative? I mean, what's the point of stopping? Exactly. Yeah, but you're still, I mean, you know, everybody loves you, Linda, because let's be honest. There are a lot of women in sports, and that's great, and I love it. But a lot of you have to know your stuff when you're a woman in sports. You can't, guys can get by with being idiots and not knowing anything. But when you talk hockey and you talk about sports like the NHL, if you don't know what you're talking about, people will call you out. That's why you're so great, because you know this stuff. By the way, did you know this story, Linda? 18 games, uh, every yeah. losing streak over 15 games in the, in the cap era of hockey. The Buffalo Sabres went 18 games in 2021 without a win. The San Jose Sharks right. won 17 games this year. Both teams won their game to end the streak against the Philadelphia Flyers. Your thoughts? <laughs> oh, that is, it, it's it's you know what that reminds me of? If this was Major League Baseball. That would be the New York Mets because it seems like, am I right? Everything in Major League Baseball, any quirk, any weird skid, you know, streak, anything that's bizarro, the Mets are involved. Hockey, it's usually the Philadelphia Flyers. (laughs) Correct. You know, it's because the Philadelphia Flyers and this organization, as you know, probably have such big hearts. And they looked across the way and they saw a Sharks team has not won a game. 
and they felt bad for him. And they said, you know what, guys? Let's let them have it. <laughs> I, I, you know, I mean, let's do it for their fans. They've never won a Stanley Cup. I mean, let's give them a win. Yeah, Dog. I don't think John Tyler was thinking that, but no, you know, no, you're <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, it was it was a great game, and it was late night, and I couldn't sleep after they lost last night, and then I, I saw that the porn uh, the porn nurse in Virginia didn't win, the one who was on the chatterbait with her husband, and then people Shocking. going, I know, I mean, you would think she was a lock, you know, within this day, because <laughs> she was consenting sex with her husband and to making some extra cash. So Susanna Gibson. Yeah, I mean, so that that made it sad for me when the Flyers lost in San Jose. I literally couldn't go to sleep. And then I saw Jason Kelsey didn't win the Sexiest Man of the Year award by People Magazine. Jason or Travis? Which one? Jason or Travis? It's J- Jason Kelsey. Travis is not even in the competition. How about that? Of course he isn't. I know. Um, that is shocking because if it was a PR move by People Magazine... They've gotten Travis Kelsey involved in some way. I agree. I, 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 get, I think it's right? an outrage. I can't be- it is an outrage. And also, I didn't even know People Magazine still exists. That's exactly what I said. And it's such an important, it's such, it's such an, and the good news is that the People Magazine's sexiest man is actually a man. I mean, I can't believe they didn't go non-binary, you know? Oh, well, that's, that. well, that could make the case. I was happy to see. That Time Magazine's like Woman of the Year was actually Taylor Swift. Yes. Last I looked, she also is a female born that way. The tide is turning now. I, you know, listen, I don't care whether people what their pronoun. You do whatever you want. Either. We're kidding. Do whatever you want. You want to be a you know. I see the video on an airplane of a woman who's obviously a woman arguing with a flight attendant because she she bought a ticket as a female and it said it on her license and the flight attendant was yelling. It says that there's a man as a uh, a man and a woman here and I see two women and the woman gets up and she's obviously a woman she says that's not what I identify as and the guy says well I'm looking at the ticket and it says female and I'm looking at your license and it says female so I have to ask you to leave the plane. Because you're identifying as a female, that's what—that's not what it says on your license. That not—that's not what it says. And there's like an argument in an airplane over whether this woman was a man or not, and she was clearly a woman. But that's the kind of stuff people have to deal with, and we wonder why people go nuts on airplanes and just trying to get through their life every single day. It's an outrage. It is an outrage. I every time I pray, I pray when I board a plane that the. I will get to the destination with nothing that you just described, any kind of chaos, anything. I mean, it's tough to be living. There's a lot of people under strain, but, you know, you just have to be in the moment. Tony, when I think of the being in the present and being in the moment, he handles that better than you. And it's not an outrage. <laughs> you handle that perfectly. I, you know, I, don't, I haven't been using it. To, uh, people have been criticizing me for not using it's an well, outrage I, all the time. Because, you know, I, I used to say, that. but you can't be outraged at all times, Linda. You just can't. There's not a, as, as crazy as things are in the world, even in the world of sports yeah. where we used to get away from stuff, everything's not an outrage. Yeah, but Tony, you managed to be outraged a lot. Well, I mean, I'm Italian. <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's the thing, Robin and Tony. If ever there was a time for Tony to be, this is, out, this is an outrage. This is the time to use it. Nobody would get tired of that. That of your amazing catchphrases. That's what we love about you. I love that. Every time you say it, even if it's not at the right time, I, I laugh. <laughs> <laughs> 
the great Lynn. So, so now I see you on TikTok walking on the beach and talk, and you're a Swifty. I know that. So that's yes. why you were outraged that Travis Kelsey was not part yes, of the People magazine no, sexiest man. No, but I'm, sexy Batman Jason Kelsey gets him love. I know, and I know he's an eagle, so you love him. And he's a good guy, good family man. Can I tell you something? I was like, I, I, you know, I, I owe Travis Kelsey an apology. When this first came out and then, like, he was on Pat McAfee, blah, blah, blah. Actually, I never comment on posts. But full disclosure, I wrote on the saying, this is not real. There's no way they're going to be a couple. Basically, I said that in so many words. Boy, was I wrong. I think because he's so like none of previous boyfriends that this is why it's lasted so long. Do you have any bets on how long this relationship is going to last? I know you probably have talked about it. Do you think they're married? I was so wrong. I just think he was the exact opposite of it. You know, the actors and the musician. I think this is why. Uh, I don't know, know Linda. You see when she doesn't show up, he doesn't have big games. And I think yeah. this is one of those crutches. You got a woman, you lose the, you know, when you have sex the night before a fight as a boxer, you know, you lose the, you lose the elasticity in the legs. Just, just and and she didn't go to Germany. This, this is what happens. It makes you weak. When you have a woman who's a superstar, and you see it in, in celebrity marriages, you know, you got Halle Berry, you know, David Justice, you say, oh, look, two good-looking superstars, you know, and, and right. Halle Berry's a great actor, and then they get divorced, and then they marry another celebrity, and then they get divorced. You know why? Because they're people, and no matter how famous they are, how rich they are, how good-looking they are, how much money they have, sooner or later, you get sick and tired of no matter who it is. If you're both living a life where you need to have the attention turned directly to you. And that's the hardest part of these celebrity relationships because, you know, they each have big careers. And if someone doesn't have a a hot moment or things go slow, there's going to be tension. And that's why Robin and I have been together 16 years because we're both broke. And I had to start my own radio (laughs) network in Florida where people come to retire. And now I had to come out of retirement. You know, I feel like uh, Aaron Rodgers or Brett Favre or all these other people who have to come out of retirement (laughs) to start a network so that we can continue the tradition of saying what we want. I mean, I had Babe Laufenberg on last hour, and I didn't— That that was Babe. Babe is phenomenal. You know Babe Laufenberg. He's great. Yes, he's great. And so, you know, we talk for like a half an hour because I don't have to—I'm not up against it. You know, when I have Phil Simms on, he's like, I'm not going to do one segment for five minutes— and that's the beauty of owning your own network. Now, of course, we haven't right. made a dime on this network, but I'm here for the people. <laughs> it's not about the money for me. It's about reaching out to the people. And now with the app on the show. Now, you know anything about the show, Linda? Do you have the app, the Tony Bruno Sports Network app on your phone? Uh, I'm going to have to get it. Listen, you might be my next employer, so keep that in mind, too. So I, just, I, I thought you signed up. a new contract with ESPN. Robin's yeah. telling me she's working. Well, I last see- year, she's... you. Last year was a one-year contract. Oh, I thought, uh, see, Wikipedia is not correct. Wait a minute, is it over? Is this a final? Wikipedia said it was a multi-year contract. Well, I am, well, Wikipedia, they get everything wrong. Exactly. Somebody can go in there and mess with your account. People have changed my Wikipedia. They have done that. They have done that, and I I frown upon it. But, uh, yeah, no, uh, technically I'm under contract at ESP until June of 2024. That's uh, coming up before we know it. Seven, eight months. We'll see what happens. But uh, first of all, uh, God bless you both. That's amazing union. 16 years. That's fantastic. So 
that's amazing. I'm clapping. I love that with you two. I just, I love that you guys are just so, so perfect for each other. You know, I, I, you really are. And it's not because you don't make any money. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's we're true. only a week it's and a half true. into the new network. So, you know. Yeah, we started this thing last week, Linda. And then, you know, it's funny because I, I didn't come down here to do radio. And, you know, I came down here yeah. to retire like a lot of people from New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, yeah. California. You know, everybody's moving. To, I didn't move to Florida because of politics. You know, Robin and I took her. She had never been to Florida when we met. We were in L.A. Yeah. And I moved back to Philly. She moved back with me and then you know we would we, i would take her to florida we'd rent a car from hilton head and drive all the way down the coast because she wanted to see the east coast because she hadn't really been there that much you know growing up right. in europe and so we went and we went down to key west we went to all the different and then i said you know this is where i want to retire one day not because old people retire here I'm but a, i've always loved right. florida and, you i'm know, a water baby so um and then tony said that he won't go swimming anywhere unless it's really warm water so clean warm options, water our options were kind of limited i don't want to swim i don't swim at the jersey shore i don't swim on the new york coast or even right. when i lived in la in, in santa monica bay you can't. It's like swimming in a toilet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't even go near there. I'm, you know, I'm in the South Bay. You know, I've just that's like I'm. I'm like clockwork. I'm so routine. I don't even. I've been in LA now almost close to five years. I think I've been to four locations, and one of them is the workplace, LA Life. Literally, I should venture out more, go hiking, do all that. But I get that, and that's all I am. Like I overpay here in LA. Being where I where I live, right walking steps to the ocean, I need it. I'm with Miss Robin. I mean, I gotta be near the water. Me too. Um, you know, so all that's good. But you know, Florida also no state taxes. That's amazing. Yeah, exactly would, right. You know, well, I mean, you know, that's a win. Linda, I'm I'm hearing so, that you could easily be convinced to come over. Yeah, this I mean, we're looking for women to be on this yeah. network, and I everybody we have on, I say, Linda, you'd be perfect for the Tony Bruno Sports Network. Now, of course, we're in the infancy, you know, it's, it's, it's a sweat equity thing. You don't have to sweat. You can do it from the beach. You can go live, put a, put a, you know, put an right. umbrella out there. Now, where are you down in Huntington Beach? Where are you? Which, how are, how far down no, south? No, are? that's a, no, let's just say I'm in South Bay. So okay. <laughs> I'm not going to give your mega million listeners where my location I'm is. I'm not going to give out your address. I'm not doxing you. Smart woman. Hey, yeah. Can I tell, can I tell you? Wait, can I tell you something interesting? Absolutely. Uh, when I first lived in this location, second time around, I'm in the same place but different block. So just by taking pictures of the sunset, someone tracked where tracked me down where I actually. Oh, that's lived. creepy! Wow. So yeah, so you laugh, but you got to be careful. No, no I know there there are you know? stalkers out there. Absolutely. And even so and, and if you're walking that. on the beach, you never know when Gavin Newsom's going to have the police take you off for not wearing a mask. <laughs> You know, I mean, you got to be careful out there. <laughs> oh God! You know, I I don't know. I I still I still see some people driving with a mask. Well, that I don't get. I it's really just, I I've never get. The, I don't I, get listen, I don't, I don't tell don't, people what to do. If you want to wear a mask twenty four seven, if you want to get a yeah. thousand shots, go right ahead. I don't tell people. You want to get an abortion? Get an abortion. I don't care what people do with their bodies, no. but don't tell me what to do with mine about inj- And I got the vaccine, so I'm not going to get into that anymore. I know you don't care, but like when you see things that are so illogical, like they're driving by themselves in their car with the windows rolled up with a mask on. I just. I, yeah, I, I don't get it. I don't. And also, I don't get people who are out. I see people riding their bikes with a mask on to this day. 
I see things that are healthy. Yeah. I see people, a couple of people hiking with a mask on. And I think to myself, I'm, I'm with you, Tony. You guys can do whatever you want to do, but maybe they're doing us a favor. Maybe they're really ill or sick. And I try yeah, to and I don't have a problem with that. And think it's that. But you know what's yeah. amazing? Give it up to the Asian people. Because they've been wearing masks all oh, yeah. the time. You see it in the sun. They have the umbrellas when they walk around because they know the sun's dangerous. And, you know, and they, and they do it in, in, in Asian countries because they're, you know, they're concerned about pollution and everything else. It's all pollution-based. It has nothing to do with illness over there. Anyway, yeah. let's get out of the mask thing. Let's get down. Speaking of masks, Linda, when was the last all, time you were in the crease? Because you have. So tell us exactly what you're doing. That show doesn't exist anymore. What? That show does not exist anymore in the crease. I don't do. I don't do. ESPN has me doing Sports Center four nights a week out of L.A. You know, they they let go of a few people. Right. I, I so know. So they changed. Uh, as you might may or may not. You know, you're very familiar with ESPN and how they sometimes they I just got a check from 20 I got a check for 22 cents from Disney today for a residuals for a movie <laughs> part I was in and it cost them 53 cents to send it to me for 22 cents so I know what's going on at Disney listen I love Disney and we had a great time at ESPN one of the you know one of the greatest times of my career to be there That's at the beginning great. of ESPN radio and work ESPN with you and radio not the same not the same I I I don't think I've ever been on it since you guys left so I Fill in on Sirius XM, uh, Mad Dog Radio. I enjoy that. What I love about that, I mean, of course, it's not as wonderful as your network, obviously. Of course, this is the great. This is the biggest network in America, in the world right now. A A weekend, Linda. We are the biggest sports network in America. (laughs) Oh, I'm telling you. You know how I know that? The guy who does the voice tracks. The guy who does the voice tracks said this is the biggest sports net in America and maybe the world. (laughs) So if he says it and he's got a booming voice, it's got to be it's true. true. It's true. It's true. <laughs> How did you find the guy with the booming voice? The one he found me. He found me. Uh, I'm out here trying to fish, go out on my boat, enjoy the water, enjoy retirement, go to 530 buffets, you know, live cheap, not worry about, you know, the yes. prices here. Linda, just when we thought we were out, they They pulled, sucked us right back pulled in. Pulled us back in. So this guy, Big Mama, who was a radio guy. You know, he got yeah. tired of the radio management people telling him what to say and what to think. So he started his own digital network here. And then I met him one night at an event, and he recognized my voice. He says, I know you from Madden. Oh, my God, you used to tell me about... So it's amazing when you've been around a long time. Some people remember me from ESPN. Some remember me from Philly, Fox Sports Radio. You know, they remember me from yeah. the Madden games. So there's generations of people who know me from a different reincarnation and now here in Florida, I didn't come down here to do radio. I didn't come down here to just sit around and get fat either because, you know, we love to walk. We ride our bikes and all that other stuff. And so then this guy meets me and he says, oh, I got a great idea. Picture this. And we go out to dinner. <laughs> and then by the end of the dinner, he's convincing me that I should start my own sports the network. The next thing here. we know. <laughs> and they yeah. suck me right back in. But I feel invigorated, Linda. You know, I'm 71. You sound invigorated. I don't. I don't. You know, again, I don't want to do. I don't want to be like Vince Gully and because a lot of these people, you know, they'll broadcast until they die, and I may die right in yeah. here. I may die before the show ends. Who knows? But as long as I'm having fun doing it, this is about fun to me. Well, here's the thing, Linda. It's actually this. This. So Tony's kind of done everything. You've done everything. You like it. There's a lot of. Uh, 
things that you've aimed for, right? And you've kind of right. pretty much done everything that you've wanted. Well, this is the one thing that he had never done. He'd never had a network named after him, and he never had his own app that could be easily downloaded. And so he's like, you know what? It's one of those last things that can we can check off the list. I can hire and fire people. I could fire Robin tonight <laughs> if I wanted to. Don't do that to Robin. I can I throw don't. her right out, right over the Cape Coral Bridge, and she's a great swimmer, so she can swim back to shore, and then I'd pick her up, we'd make up, and then everything would be all right. But, Linda, you I still know. have to be a big hockey fan. I mean, the Kings are playing out there. you got the Anaheim oh, Ducks I'm playing well. Well, forget, yeah, I'm happy for those teams, um, but I'm happy for my New York Rangers. Like you, I stay loyal to my teams yep. that I grew up with, so they're doing great. Um the Ducks are doing well, except for my, my favorite Anaheim Duck, Trevor Zegers, is having an awful year. And I'm right now looking at the jersey he signed for me last year when he called me the GOAT. And I professionally framed it. And now he's having like the worst year of his young career. <laughs> so did you put the, the did you jinx him? Or is that something you're hoping I, goes up in I value so know. you can eventually sell it? I don't know. Well, it's not right now. It's not going up in value. And, <laughs> and it's like, it's a reminder. And it's like, oh, my goodness. No, but seriously, um, no, I love hockey. I'll always love hockey, but I love the NFL, too. Like, those are my two jams. Like, when I talk sports, it's it's NFL and it's NHL. Um, you know, MLB, it's just, it's become, it's regional. It's become hockey. I mean, unless you're from that city, I mean, who cares? It's sad. I mean, I was into the World Series a little bit, you know, I, you know but baseball, from when we grew up, Boy, it's not been the same. And by the way, nice job by your Phillies. Well, thank you, Lynn. You know what? I had nothing to do with it. I didn't swing the bats. I didn't say they were going yeah. to the World Series. But everybody so, else did. So likable. Everybody yeah. said they were going. I mean, it was obvious. But give the I gave the Arizona Diamondbacks props, and they're a good up-and-coming team. So the Dodgers and the Yankees and the Mets and these teams who spend yeah, and the Padres out there in San Diego. Padres. You what talk about that? teams spending, throwing money away, and thinking that yeah. because you sign all these superstars, it's going to translate. You can win 100 games now, and it doesn't matter anymore. It's like hockey. Yeah. Sharks would win all these President's Cups, and they couldn't win in the, in, when it came to winning the, the championship. Right, right, exactly, exactly. But um, no, but I would. I, I let's getting back to what, how you're feeling, and why you're doing this. It makes so much sense to me because you have an outlet. You know, it would be something different. You could enjoy Miss Robin, but guys hanging out on the boat. You guys hanging out on the boat, swimming, hanging out on the beach. But when something happens in sports, when you've been talking about it for years and years and years, and reacting the way you have so many decades. You miss that. You miss the stage. You miss that outlet. That's why you, you're enjoying this, because it's not about the money. It's about, wow, I love this. I love having a stage to talk about how I feel, because you're so passionate about this. And that's why, Tony, I've always looked up to you, adored you, and all the above and admired you, because I felt I, I was like that, where uh, I needed that stage i needed an outlet and if if i didn't have that i would talk to someone a colleague and just go nuts right like i'd be you you mentioned uh, eli manning or something i'd be like uh yeah first ballot hall of famer here's why blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know or like you know you know like that and like and they argue with everyone you know and so i think that's a that's a big reason you know and uh i love hearing that that you still have that passion for what you do and you know grow now when you're in la and one thing when i lived out there for 11 years 
the greatest thing was NFL games. You know, we now watch the Europe games at 930 in the morning here on the East Coast. But the NFL start games start at, you know, 10 a.m. And then by five o'clock in the afternoon, you're out on the beach. Robin and I would get our bikes and go ride down, you know, go down Venice Boulevard, go all the way down the the Venice uh, boardwalk past the pier, the Santa Monica Pier, all the way down to the canyon. I mean, that's what that, and that's you feel healthy, and you're outside, and you're breathing air, you know. And that's what we're doing here, you know. We get the weather's nice yeah, now. It's it's, it's, it's it's really yeah. horrible in the summer. I mean, it's hot and humid, but I'd rather yeah. have hot and humid than shoveling snow, you know, because I'm old and I don't want to shovel snow anymore. I don't. I don't. Even when I wasn't old, I hated to shovel snow. I, <laughs> I, <did>. <laughs> <laughs> I got to ask you about your New well, York teams. What's up with the New York Football Giants and the J E T S Jets, 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 Linda? Okay, this is an easy answer. First of all, I grew up a Giants fan, always will be a Giants fan, but I lost total respect for the reigning coach of the year. That would be Brian Dayball. You know when I lost respect from him for him? When a few weeks ago, I think it was the, I think it was the disaster against the Jets, I think it was, it was against the Bills, when Tyrod Taylor was the quarterback, okay, 11-year veteran, um, you know, it was – Right before the half, he ran the ball when he should have uh, threw the ball, and they ran out of time. So Brian Dayball on national TV audience, destroying him, ripping him, like bullying him as they're walking to the locker room, yelling, yelling. And it's on him and his coaching staff because at that time, he had an option in on one of the plays was an option to run. If you didn't want him to run, you should not have had that in the helmet, in the play calling. That's number one. But more important, more important, that was a lack of leadership and insecurity. When your head coach embarrasses you like that on national TV, that is a reflection on him. And that is when I gave up on them and that coach. And Daniel Jones, I never was a fan of. He's a nice guy. But day one, when they pushed out Eli Manning, and before that, when they drafted Daniel Jones, fifth overall, whatever the heck it was, um, this guy is from Duke. So none of this shocks me. And they're going to, I hope they lose every game, and I hope they draft a quality quarterback. Wow. And take the loss. Well, you got two teams in New York now looking to draft a quality quarterback after the season. <laughs> and Aaron Rodgers, you think Aaron Rodgers comes back? sooner than later yes. because their offensive yes. line's terrible you know they only have a couple of good players on offense hey, and their, their defense is carrying them by the way by the way their offense why don't we why aren't they ripping nathaniel hackett more i mean i know zach wilson is a zach wilson but i'm sorry this isn't all not on zach wilson nathaniel hackett aaron Rodgers' best friend still the offensive coordinator of the jets as we all know what he did as a head coach with the denver broncos there's sean Payton about that he has done nothing to put Zach Wilson in a position to help this team. I'm sorry. Some of the blame has to be on that guy. Nobody's talking about him. Everyone's dumping on Zach Wilson. And he actually had better stats the other night. 
you know, than Justin Herbert. Because when you look at the, if you didn't watch yes, the game and look at the did. stat sheet, he threw for more yards, but he was missing easy throws, and it was sad. I mean, I felt bad for him, but it, you know, he didn't even he didn't even know who the center was going to be before the game. You see him taking snaps from guys who are trying out to be a center. When you got guys who you don't even know who the center's going to be, which is the most important position to me on the offensive line because he touches the ball every single time. It's a mess, and it's it's amazing that the Jets have now missed on two high draft picks in the first round, and that's how hard it is to draft a quarterback. Everybody thinks, oh, I got a top three pick, and you look at a lot of these guys, you know, and then there's very few. Then you have unbelievable players out there, you know, like the you Ohio State quarterback who right now is the rookie of the year in the NFL with your Houston Texans. I mean, that kid is unbelievable. When you C. watch C.J. Stroud, yeah, C.J. Stroud. I mean, how did they? Right, and and how did Carolina miss the boat? Everyone was saying Bryce Young was too thin, too small, all the above. They still picked him. Yeah, no, C.J. Stroud is amazing, and that head coach, what yeah. D'Amico Ryan? Yeah, D'Amico Ryan's. Job. Remember, he was with yeah. Chip Kelly. He was Chip Kelly's favorite player when he was the coach. He called him his Mumba. That's Mumba. a good point. Mumba. Who was the guy from the Lion King? Mumba, um, oh, uh, Mufasa. Mufasa. Mufasa, Mufasa, yeah. Mufasa. Oh, Mufasa. Who Even Chip Kelly saw what <laughs> that, what a great football mind D'Amico Ryans was as a linebacker. Then he goes to San Francisco, defensive coordinator. Yeah. Boom, he gets a head coaching job, and he is responsible for turning that Houston Texans team from woeful into an up-and-coming team to watch. In fact, I think they move ahead of the Dallas Cowboys in the state of Texas for teams that people will be willing to root for because they're fun to watch. Again, I'm joking about the Cowboys, but, you know, you have to hate the Cowboys. I mean, you know, living in New York. Yeah. By the way, what are your Giants going to do against the Cowboys with Tommy DeVito? And I hate to rip Tommy Italian De- guys because I'm not going to rip him because he's Italian. He should not be on an NFL roster, period. You can tell they're tanking by having him start. It's, it's ridiculous. But let's talk about your Eagles. Is there a better <laughs> guy than Jalen Hurts in the league? I don't think so. I know. I I mean, that's the amazing thing. People, the people who are ripped. Oh, the guy can't make any throws. Oh, the guy just runs. You know, and again, I don't hate Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott's playing great. The the Cowboys should have won that game. And they didn't win the game because he stepped out of bounds and they couldn't score from the two. And so we talked about it with. with, He stepped out of bounds because your defender gave him no room. Everyone's killing Dak for stepping out of bounds. He not he would not have converted that two point attempt. He wouldn't because your defender, I forgot who the hell it was, forced him to step out of bounds. If you look at that replay, which I did multiple times, if that wasn't the that wasn't the turning point. And they did have plenty of chances to win. But who doesn't love Jalen Hurts? And some of your fan base is always ripping him, which I can't understand. No, not anymore. I mean, you know, you saw okay, it. I mean, good. you know, the way the Carson Wentz thing and remember. And people are ripping. Oh. Now he got, goes to the Rams. If Carson I Wentz know. wasn't playing for the Eagles that year, they would not have been in the Super Bowl. He got hurt late. Nick Foles came in. Unbelievable story. But they don't even sniff a Super Bowl appearance without Carson Wentz in that unbelievable season that he had. Bottom line. And no, then when I, the Eagles drafted right. Jalen Hurts in the second round, people were like, what's going on here? So, you know, you can rip Carson Wentz all you want. I, I always thought he was a good guy. You know, I know people, I was a bad guy in the locker room. He's a good guy. Yeah. And again, the Rams are smart because the Rams know that Matthew Stafford is hurt. And instead of throwing out a guy out there, they're just still trying to win games. You know, they're not just trying to mail it in and tank the season. And so I think that having uh, having Carson Wentz as a backup quarterback down the stretch is better than having guys that, 
you know, can't throw the football or can't play in the NFL. So he may not have to play. There's plenty of those guys. And the Eagles are in a situation, Linda, where we don't know what's going to happen. I mean, if Jalen Hurts gets out and can't play, you know where their backup is. The guy that everybody wanted the Eagles to draft and did not look good at all in preseason. Guy was great in Tennessee, and they were talking. Marcus Mariota is the backup. And Marcus yeah, Mariota, he's a, he's a disaster. I don't know if he's a disaster. We saw him play well for a while. He was great at Oregon, you know. And it, in flashes, oh, oh, are you talking in college? He was great. He was great in college. He was, mean, he was not, he was not bad in the NFL that. in his first couple of years, Linda. He played well. He would run the football. But not recently, we're, I thought you lived in the present, Tony. I do, but no, I, that's my I point. Uh, Jalen Hurts goes down. Jalen Hurts goes down. You have no idea whether Marcus Mariota is able to lead that team into the playoffs. Because this team at 81, if they don't make the playoffs, they should just fold the franchise or just basically change their name to the New York Jets or the New York Giants. Yes. Uh, If, God forbid, if Jalen Hurts went down and Marcus Mariota was your quarterback, you'd still make the playoffs because you're 8-1 now. Um, It would take a major club, but you'll lose in the first first game you play exactly whatever right. whenever that is you're you just know not you know it's not going to happen you know and you know football. uh you mentioned you mentioned i mean the rams that was an easy decision you want brett Rippon to do what he attempted to do there's so many mediocre quarterbacks out there yep uh you know in these positions but hey it's, wait a minute ridiculous. don't forget don't forget the giants back up to tommy devito against the cowboys at texas in matt, down- barkley. matt barkley talk about a guy who keeps getting gigs What's Matt Barkley. How I mean, how soon how before Matt Barkley is in the game against the Cowboys on Sunday soon. night football? Isn't that Sunday night football that game? Oh, I hope not. <laughs> I mean, and I don't have a. I, can you imagine for NBC? They, I don't know. But um, Tommy DeVito should not be on the NFL roster, Italian or not. I know. Now, are you an, are you bashing Ita- young? Are you bashing Italians, Linda? No, you were promoting Italians. You didn't <laughs> want to bash him because he's Italian. No, I bash and him. I, I don't care. He can't play. I don't care. I, I don't. I don't. I'm not loyal. Listen, I'm. I'm. My mom was born in Italy, so I'm a first generation American. I could have been born in Sicily, and then I would have been a godfather, and I would have run the mob, and I wouldn't have to do radio. You know what I'm saying? You sound like when you mentioned Sicily, you're old enough to remember the show The Golden Girls, and Estelle Getty, who played the grandmother. Every time some kind of story, she goes. Back in Sicily in 1935, every wow. story started. Back in Sicily. I yeah. didn't even know that. I used to watch that. I don't remember Estelle Getty being yes. from Sicily. Yes. That's great yes. knowledge there, Linda. Yes. In the show she was. Not well, I know. Life. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, the good thing is the Golden Girls are still on every night, so people can every watch night. these shows every night. And great Friends show. is on every night. And what else is on there? And the what is that other show that I hate that Robin watches Seinfeld? all the No, Seinfeld's oh, okay. Oh, the Big Bang Theory you hate. The Big Bang Theory. Oh yeah. God. I never got into it, but I do appreciate the show. It's good writing. Yeah. No, no, I agree. But one, one, one thing yeah. about those shows, and you know this having been around TV shows and audiences, the one thing about yeah. that show, people laugh at every single line uttered. Even well, if it's not funny, but it's, they're not really yeah. laughing. It's a laugh track. No, it's not. There are people in the studios when they record well, these I shows. Think, but I think they do both. I think they have people laughing, and there's a laugh track. Why don't they just use an AI audience? <laughs> you know what? Someone told me the other day that I didn't know I was that that show Young Sheldon was based on 
the Big Bang Theory because that guy's name on the show, right, yep. Mr. Robin? Exactly. Yeah. Sheldon. And yeah. I, didn't, I had no idea until like two weeks ago. Prequel. Come on, then. You don't. I hope you don't yeah, watch. I, I don't hope you're not like Robin and binge watch slow, tedious British shows on Netflix. No. Okay. Oh. First of all, do you know nothing's wrong with slow British shows on Netflix? <laughs> but you know what? I binge watch over and over again, and you're going to laugh at me. What is it? Uh, every. Every show, every episode, every decade of Law and Order. So I freaking love that show. I I love that show. I love the sounder. I don't have the Law and Order sounder in there. Bum bum. bum. Yeah, (laughs) I love the the you know Sam Waterston, the uh, the attorney. I love the uh, all the detectives. First of all, I'm I'm attracted. I'm attracted to all of these. Even (laughs) even what's his face? Uh, Who's the old guy that was in Dirty Dancing? The father. Uh, Funny. What's his name? What was his name? I don't know. I never watched. I never watched those lawyer shows. I hate lawyers. The only time you need a lawyer is when you're in trouble. Detective and lawyer. It was detective and lawyer, and I loved Jeremy Sisto. That's the one of the actors that played Lupo or something. I I don't know. Chris Noth. Chris Noth from the old days before he was Mr. Big on yep, uh, yep. Sex in the City. He was one of them. Benjamin Bratt. He was one of the Oh, detectives. Benjamin Bratt, yeah. Hey, They're Linda, all, like, so good-looking. Before... That's why Robin, were you going to try to run Linda from this show? No. Whose name is on this network, Robin? Before, it doesn't say Robin Austin's network. No, but we do have a hard out coming because we're... we're okay. So, no, but, we don't. Yes. We have to take one break. It's a two... But I have a, no control over it. So Two uh, and two. That's what we do. Like, remember Ted? Remember Wolverine? But before Linda goes, yes. I want to tell her that she's been, been getting so much love on both Twitter and on the text line. You even got a marriage oh. proposal from somebody. Um, oh, lovely. Yeah, I mean... We're not going to tell well, her where you live, no. though. We're not, not going to tell, tell them yeah. where you live so they won't stalk you out there. No, please don't. Now, when I come out please there, don't. Robin and I will stalk you, and then I think maybe you'll give us your address yes. and we can meet up. Well, you you guys have an open invitation. <laughs> <laughs> don't tease me. Don't when you come down me. here to Southwest no. Florida... We'll take you to get the yes. finest meats and cheeses available here <laughs> in beautiful Fort Myers, Florida, Linda. Uh, uh, that would be that would be great. No, I'm serious. That would be great. Yes. All right. I'll let. Can we do this again? Absolutely. Again and again and again. That's what she oh, we said. Could, we could make this a. That's what she thing. said. Can we do this again? And I say, just <laughs> yeah, give me five minutes. Just give me five minutes. I need to recuperate, you know, and then I'll be good to go again. You know? <laughs> hey, that's. Hey, that's not bad for a seventy-one-year-old guy. Damn right. Hey, <laughs> you know what they? And as, as the great big hurt Frank Thomas says in those commercials, and guys, oh God. she'll like it too. You know what I'm saying, Lynn? Boy, he's cashed in on that, has he? <laughs> Linda Cohn, don't forget fo- follow Linda Cohn on all the things. It's yes. just at Linda yes, Cohn, right? Yeah, at that's Linda C O H N. That's right, Tony. Uh, I adore you, Miss Robin. You're amazing. You're amazing. Just yeah, you two together, I love so much, and I and I wish you the best with this. But yeah, have me on. Uh, I'm I'm just so excited for you guys. Well, thank you, Linda. And then don't forget, download the app on Apple, yes. Apple, and uh, Android. Android. Just go to Tony Bruno Sports Network. You have to write that out, and bam, you can listen twenty four seven. Because I'm on twenty four seven. Because we don't have all the we don't have all the time and is slots it for filled. Free? It's free. free. You can listen oh, to it in your oh. car on the beach wherever you are. Three o'clock in the morning when you wake up in cold sweats, you just turn it I on, and I will ease yes. you back to sleep. Right, you put me to sleep. Okay, good. And I, 
And you know what? I might start uh, being more active on Twitter slash X now that you're Beautiful. doing that. You're and you know, that. anytime you want to do a show, we can. you can have your own show here. You want to get on and, you know, kibitz, schwitz, kibitz. anything you want to do. Yeah, we, we know people. Love, yeah, I love it. I think I know the right people, and that's you too. So that would be great. Ladies and gentlemen, let's put your hands together for the legendary, <laughs> the great Linda Cohn. Linda. Oh. This is great. Love you, this darling. Is great. And one more thing. Yes. I love you guys, too. And you know what? This is great because, you know, Howard Stern had Barbara Streisand on today. And Tony Bruno, Bruno had Linda Cohn on today. Exactly on right. So oh, we get, definitely got the better. And Howard Stern went from edgy <laughs> to, to being just another wimp. And I'll never I change. Know, very disappointing, right? Uh, we both very. It's an outrage. But, hey, you know what? He's got $250 billion in the bank. Well, we definitely got the better deal, Linda. Yeah. Thank you, Linda. Oh, you're the sweetest. Let's put your hands father. together, everybody, for the great... Linda Cohen. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. There she is. (laughs) God, I love Linda You're listening to Tony Bruno Sports Network. Tony didn't invent sports radio. He perfected it. Can we get the trailer park girls out of here? If they go around outside, just come on in. I got a double wide. I got a 39-footer, a couple of bunks, three big screen TVs, great sound system. What else can you ask for when you're walking around in the trailer park here yeah. in Southwest Florida, Robin? We have so many people that are in love with Lund- with Linda, and who can blame them? Anybody who's ever been around Linda Cohn or worked with her or watched her, She's impossible not to love. Yes. She really is. And I'm not saying that because I know her and I work with her. No, but she's... she's she just exudes she's this She's the entire greatness. package because yes, she's she is. smart. She's beautiful. She has a great sense of humor. Exactly. And um, according to Dean, uh, she's fucking awesome. That's yes, what he Yes, she says. is. And I, you know, we don't normally <laughs> we say don't that here. Him, but it's but she's the best. Even though she's a New York football Giants and New York Rangers fan. I'm just kidding. I don't care who you're a fan of. But she's legit. Yes. You know what I mean? When she roots for the... Like, when I moved to L.A., I moved to L.A., the Lakers had Kobe and Shaq, right? They were the best team in basketball. Right. I didn't hate the Lakers. I covered them. I went to the finals with them. Traveled all over. But I was not rooting for the Lakers because I'm an Eagles, uh, a Sixer fan. And even when the Sixers suck, I was there for the 2001 finals. I was on the floor at Staples Center when the when the 76ers beat the, the Lakers in game one. And so... You never lose, you know, if you're a fan of one team, and especially if you grew up in a city, and I don't care whether fans come from other places and they become fans because their grandfather was, do whatever you want. I'm not one of these guys that goes out and I always have fun with cowboy fans and I'd say bad parent. Now I see the guy on Crossing Broad is stealing my act by going out and asking fans in the parking lot who had Dallas jerseys on last week, uh, you know, why are you a cowboy fan? And he would say bad parenting. I've been saying bad parenting. Yes. And I love that kid. Who's well, the big kid? We met him at the Super Bowl. He, he um, um, he's good. Yes. I don't remember his name now, though. 
but he works for Crossing Broad, a great he, Oh, uh, he works work. for Crossing Broad now? He has been working for Crossing Broad. Oh, I didn't even know He's that. He's a guy that came up to me yeah. at the Super Bowl. And I had never met him before, but a good, sharp, smart kid. He's gone places. He is definitely going He's places. He's gone places. Um, Tony. Yes. Uh, this is a short segment uh, because Linda went long, which is exactly what we wanted. How long to... were we on with Linda? Uh, just about 40 minutes. You give her 40 minutes, we'll give you the world. Yes. See, that's amazing. I had no idea she was on with four. Because you start getting involved in a conversation, and it goes and all over the flies. place. And that's what I like. I don't know what, you know. And the one thing, I guarantee you, people listening to that, we're not saying, boy, this is going too long. How is he talking to Linda Cohn for 40 minutes? What kind of radio show is this? He should have taken four breaks in I there. I, I don't think... Ha- have you ever heard a fan say, you know what, I think that they should go to a commercial break? Said no fan ever. Well, there's some segments when you put somebody on that you don't know and they suck. Well, You know, when your producer, and again, it's not, it's not the producer's fault. You know, you get a star of the game on and you never talk to them before. Yeah. And then they don't have anything to say or they yeah. give you cliches. You know, that's not their fault. But that's what happens when you put athletes on that you don't know are, you know, savvy to be in the media. Well, it's not their fault. A lot of, no. lot of athletes Especially when they're aren't brand good on new. media. When exactly. they're new and they have never been on and they're, they, it, you know, public speaking is, is difficult for a lot of people if you're not used to it. It's, it's intimidating. I was shy when I started doing this. Hard to believe. I was. I was, I, was, I was really shy when I was oh, a kid. Oh, you should hear the stories his older sister talks about, about exactly. Tony who used to hide in the closet when people came over. But then I came out. You know, I came out many, many decades ago. I came out of the closet, and I'm proud. Hey, Tony. Yes. um, We do have time to do a Florida story. Shall we do this? Do you have this Florida story that I gave you? Oh, I don't. Did you give me another one? I gave you the good one about the porn chick. It's all about porn chicks today. Oh, I was doing another one. Is is, it better? What's it about? Well, it's that time of year, and the uh, it's the frozen iguana story. Oh, we have already an update? It, it, this is, it's, it's that time of year. Oh, how can we have iguanas falling from trees? It hasn't gone. It went down to 58, and I was looking for a fur coat the other night. Well, let's, let's go down to Florida. Let's go down to Florida. Well, we're actually, already here. We're already here. Let's bring everybody else that's listening down to Florida, shall we? Exactly right. Down to Florida. We welcome you to the Sunshine State. They're kicking back and soaking up the rays every day in Florida. Now let's go to your correspondent down there in the trailer park with the trailer park girls, Miss Robin. Let's go to Tampa, Florida. Tampa, right now, I, I know that place. Yes. Well, it is that time of year again, Tony, where we start talking about iguanas falling out of trees down Wait a here. minute, where? Northern Not, Florida's got cold enough for the iguanas yes, to start dropping. Um, up in Tampa Bay, they um, they have already seen a couple places where it's been cold enough for iguanas to start falling from trees. Which means here in Florida, it's time to put on your jacket. Yes, if, exactly if you see, right. Now we probably down here as you said we are just far enough south of tampa yep. that we are not going to save see the same temperatures too cold up you go to disney yeah. in december and january you got to have a coat on in the morning and then it cools up now 
I did not Warm think, shop. I did not realize that this was actually a real thing, but yes, it is. If you don't know. We've been reporting on this for years, and now we're I here, and we see the iguanas yes. on our docks in, our, in the so, water. For those of yeah. you who do not know, iguanas are cold-blooded, and if it gets cold enough, iguanas that go up into the trees at night to sleep, then they get immobilized. They f- Technically, they freeze. They literally cannot move. You mean like a lot of the old people at the villages yes. when they're laying out on a picnic <laughs> table doing the nasty at 2 a.m.? Uh, kind of. Well, they're moving. I'm, I mean, I'm well, assuming not that, that much. they're moving. Yeah, maybe not, a little bit, but they're still moving. Not as much moving. as in the guana. At least they can move their tails. But um, they, they are no longer able to hang on to branches, so they fall out. They actually literally fall out of trees. They can get hurt. Um, so if you see a an iguana that has fallen they're not always dead they might be hurt though if they drop from a long enough place you need to let them um leave them be and do not do not bring them into your home because once they heat back up again they'll revive and start to walk around they might not be too happy um but uh residents who encounter a stunned iguana because there's so they get the stone cold stunner no, but if it, but here's the thing: they, they, it's an invasive species. Yes. So here in Florida, you are allowed to humanely kill an animal. Well, people hunt them for food. Yes. They use pellet guns. Now we have a beautiful iguana that comes on our dock, and then we try to go out and yeah. get because they eat. They're they're not carnivores. No, they're herbivores. Herbivores. They're, they're fruitivores. We bring out like really good <laughs> lettuce. They're vegetarian. And the thing runs away and jumps into the water and goes across the yeah. the, the canal. I'm like, dude, I'm trying to give you free food here, sucker. But they, um, there are many methods to kill non-native ref- reptiles, but they say do not shoot them because you can shoot your eye out, kid. Clark. Um, but yeah, they're, they're, it's, it's that time of year again. Are they good eats, though? You know, you know, people can eat anything. You can eat bugs now. They're trying well, to sell you, you bugs. Ga- I'm assuming that a, a, an iguana is going to taste very similar to a gator. It's going to taste like chicken. But you were going to have to... Even chicken doesn't taste like chicken anymore, Robin. Well, the one thing that I think that you would have to be concerned about is um, what's the what's the reptile that can carry that one disease? I have no idea. There's a so lot of you, diseases in, but in, in, in... I'm assuming you would have to know how to cook it really, really well so that you don't have any of the... Um, what's it called? Somebody help me out. Back, there's all kinds of bacteria. Yeah, it is. It's E. coli. E. coli. E. coli. E. coli is oftentimes carried. No, I just by saw reptiles. there's a new virus, not, not a COVID thing. It's like a. Uh, I, I got to look it up. There's a new virus that comes from insects and animals. Really? Because that's where a lot of these viruses start. I Monkey know. pox and that kind of stuff. It's transmitted between between animals and humans. So you got to be careful out there. You know what I'm saying? When I'm hunting for animals, usually in the local bars and the tiki huts here in Southwest Florida, you got to make sure you bring protection, kids. You don't want to get bit. No, it's called like a vampire. Look it up, Robin. I know we're running out of time, but there's a vampire virus going around right now, and Halloween's over. Vampire virus. Look it up. I I'm saw it earlier it today, right but I had like three hours sleep. And uh, I- oh, it's in a there. It's in the soil. It's in the soil? Vampire virus is discovered for the first time in U.S. soil. Dude. Um, in Maryland and Missouri. 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 Maryland? They got s- stuff in the um, soil? We're see. going up to Maryland for, for Thanksgiving. Vampire viruses prey on 
other viruses to replicate themselves. They are caused when a bacteriophage latches onto a soil-based virus's neck and uses its life to survive on its own. So much for rolling in the hay or rolling in the deep. Or whatever you're rolling in. But it, but uh, the problem is that these vampire viruses can kill viruses that are good viruses that are essential. How can to you soil- differentiate between the good and the bad viruses, Robin? Well, the good. It's ones- like bacteria. You know, if you have the right bacteria in your Tony, stomach. Yes. What's up tomorrow before we? I don't even know. You have the schedule, Robin. Uh, we want to thank Babe Lof- Loffenberg and Linda Cohn today. Great guests, great people, and it's always fun. Who do we have tomorrow, Robin? Phil Sims is penciled in. Penciled in. <laughs> Write it in an ink. He's just but he and JT the Brick will be on. JT tomorrow. the Brick. We'll talk Raiders and Giants. Man, we are just killing it here. We want to thank everybody for listening. Tell your friends, download the app, Tony Bruno Sports Network. Not TBSN, you won't get it. But if you just type in Tony Bruno Sports Network, you'll get the app for free. No charge, no credit cards. None of that stuff in the back switching like they do in the diamond places in many places. And uh, make sure that you stay tuned for Angel, uh, Martinez and Company coming on right after They us. got a special guest too tonight. Yes, and then tomorrow, um, and and he told me something about the special guest. Ah, what did he say? Um, uh, you got to write this down, Robin. I know. Well, he, he said something. Just stay tuned and you'll hear it right here live. On the Tony Bruno Sports Network. Yes, and then uh, tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. sharp, is the fabulous Pete Shepard. Yeah, he's excited about gambling, but who isn't? You know what I'm saying? In the meantime, don't drink and drive, kids. Don't text and drive. Watch out for falling iguanas in northern Florida. And remember, God bless America. Despite all that's going on, it still is the greatest place on God's green earth. Have a great night. Love you. See you tomorrow. We made a song that says good night to everyone we know. Good night, everyone. You've earned your daily bread. Don't be late in the morning. Good night and so to bed. But I tell you what, I don't know about you, but I'm going to go to bed. Hi. Good night, everybody. Sailors who sail upon the foam. If you've a wife in every port, where is your home, sweet home? Good night to all the soldiers. We hope you're feeling bright. And Sergeant Major's been around and kissed you all. Good night. Good you're night. listening to Tony Bruno Sports Network. Tony didn't invent sports radio. He perfected it. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.